Blog Talk Radio. Back to Leon, and I look forward to hearing what you have to say 
Yes, indeed. Yeah, when Wait, what, is that Dennis? Yeah, that's Dennis. That's, that's Dennis, Dennis. Dennis. All the way in California. California in the house. Thank you very much, Dennis. Have a yeah. good evening. Mm-hmm. And That's Ren, mm-hmm. you recently yes, lost your wife, and um, how are you keeping up? I know. Leon, the Lord is good. That's my, that's my best answer. Lord is good indeed. I'm struggling with mine as well, but I know, uh, and like you said, the Lord is good. And for those yes, who he has been absolutely, he has been absolutely good. And for those who have not recognize the voice i'm going to play a song by your brothers when you are the lead singer in this one a few good men am i correct in say that what's the name of the song a few good men well i'm not the lead singer in the song but i started the, i started the song i just okay. i just did the first couple of lines all right well, i'm just gonna acquaint my my listeners about your talent and what we have on this evening Stay with me. What this dying world could use is a willing man of God who dares to go against the grain and work without applause. A man who'll raise the shield of faith, protecting what is pure, whose love is tough and gentle, a man whose word is sure. God doesn't need an orator who knows just what to say. He doesn't need authorities to reason him away. He doesn't need an army to guarantee a win. He just needs a few good men. Men full of compassion, who laugh and love and cry. And not afraid to die Men who'll fight for freedom And honor once again He just needs a few good men He calls the broken derelict Whose life has been renewed He calls the one who has the strength to stand up for the truth Enlistment lines are open And he wants you to come in He just needs a few good men Men full of compassion Who laugh and love and cry Men who'll face eternity and not afraid to die Men who fight for freedom And honor once again He just needs a few good men Men compassion Yes indeed, that's the Door Brothers featured one of its members with us this evening, Mr. Renford Door. Ren, 
can you tell the folks how you how your group started and a little bit about yourself because they hear the voice we want them to connect you with the music as well well thank you very much leon uh my brothers and i grew up together so we are from a musical family um we were always singing we we did this recording in honor of our mother who raised us um and who was herself and still is she made her 92nd birthday um the 15th of october mm. and she's still an excellent singer wow but she raised us singing all of us whether we were a boy or a girl we had to sing we had no choice and so we enjoy seeing all of us play some kind of musical instrument. We don't claim ourselves to be professionals, but we, you know, music is one of our hobbies. Every single one of my siblings, music is one of their hobbies. And so um, it was, what year was it? 1992 that we decided um, you know, to start singing as a group, having sung at, you know, churches and so on growing up. In 1992, Alistair Lani, Alistair is the, is the eldest. Mm. My mother has eight children. Alistair is the third of the eight. Lani is the fourth of the eight, and I'm the eighth of the eight. Mm. And so we we just decided to start singing together, and we felt felt comfortable that we had we had um, complimented each other enough to sufficient enough to risk it to sing in public. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. But I have me, I have on board with me one of your friends. He calls your name every week, Mister Audley Watson. Here is when your you you don't have to call his name this evening because he's not with us. Audley, come on oh, in. Audley. All right. So, oh, friend <laughs> Ren. is my friend. Audley, how are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Uh, and it sounds like you're doing great as well, which is good. I am. I'm doing excellent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank God. I'm, I'm, I'm in Ival's front yard. Oh, oh, oh I... all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yes, yes. That's good. That's good. I'm just a stone throw from him. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm in okay. Miramar, actually. Miramar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can so, say you're in good hands. You're in very good hands. Don't let you, him. Don't let him put you astray now, you know. He'll carry you in the cricket field and keep you there for the whole day without eating, you know. That's I can't say anything because <laughs> con- whenever we are together, we are considered twins. Oh, twins. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... What we're going to do now, Ren, we're going to pause. When I say pause, I'm just going to give the brief outline of what we're going to discuss this evening, and you can jump in afterwards and tell us anything that you wish to say. Okay, if that's good. Thank you. you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, sir. West Indies. I'll be very uh, attentive as usual. Yes, indeed. West Indies are taking on Pakistan. That's Pakistan, but Sri Lanka. West Indies are in Sri Lanka, and the first test match, as most of you know by now, West Indies went down by... 187 runs. 
Sri Lanka 386 and 194, 191 for 4, West Indies 230 and 160. Some other news that we are following keenly, the test match between India and New Zealand. The first test match, India scored 345 and declared 234 for 7, New Zealand 296 and 4 for 1. Uh, that stumps at the end of the fourth day, and tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day. And we hope the better team wins. Bangl- Bangladesh and Pakistan are playing, and the Pakistan scored 286. Bangladesh replied with 330 and 39 for four, 39 for four, the, which means that Bangladesh are 83 runs ahead, and that is stumps at day three. This looks like it's going to be an early result, result. And of course, the T10, uh, they are still going at it. And matches were played today. We'll give you up to date as what is happening in the neck of the woods. I think the, the final four have been decided. And we'll tell you who these teams are and who are the players from the Caribbean who are involved. Over in England, Michael Vaughan, he apologized to Akeem uh, Rafiq for hurt during um, the racist controversy. He was reputed to have said, there are too many of you. Your lot, repeat that, there are too many of your lot, meaning that um, black and Indians, and we need to do something about it. And he has apologized, and also he has abandoned his store as a commentator on the BBC team or the Ashes Australia. The West Indies are touring Pakistan, and they'll be playing three ODIs. They're they're playing, West Indies are touring Pakistan, and they are due to play three ODIs, two T20s from December the 13th to the 22nd. And, of course, they have named a squad, and we'll give you those squads in a jiffy. Tell you the, the names of the players who came. Okay, they had it offline, and now it's just getting away from me. But of course, it's going to be interesting to hear the, the names of the players. They are very much okay. Here they come. They are right in front of me. The ODI squad is as follows. Uh, Kyron Pollard has been retained as captain, as most of you know. They have extended his period until, till, not they have not expect, extended his, he has not been dismissed or changed. Shai Hope comes in as a vice captain. Darren Bravo, Shamar Brooks, Raston Chase, Justin Greaves, Akim Hussein, Azari Joseph, Gudagest Moti, Anderson Phillips, Nicholas Puran, Raymond Rifa, Ramaria Shepard, Odin Smith, Hayden Walsh Jr. That is the ODI squad. Turning our attention to the T20 squad. Kyron Pollard, captain. Nicholas Puran, he's the vice captain. Darren Bravo, Raston Chase, Sheldon Cottrell, Dominic Drakes, Tyre Hope, Akeem Hussein, Raymond, uh, Brandon King, Kyle Mears, uh, Godeshes Muti, uh, Ramario Shepard, Odin Smith, Ushane Thomas, Hayden Walsh. All in all, I haven't seen Rutherford, and I thought the news said that he was included. 
but I didn't see him being listed on the team. But you guys can bring me up later. Um, the ICC Women World Cup uh, news out is that the COVID has interfered with the tournament, tournament and they have abandoned the qualifying period. And news is that the West Indies is one of the teams that has been um, named to participate in the upcoming Women's World Cup. So they don't have to qualify anymore. They are through to the qualifying to play in the first round. Oddly, why don't you give us the inside edge as we, we hope Okay, just before getting to the inside edge, I just want to report that my mom is doing fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, she is doing okay as 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 expected. A little aches and pain, you know, and that that will that's not going away. We call that um, permanent <laughs> relative. Okay, um, and also I just want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all our fans all over the world, and uh, just stay with us because we'll be having some great cricket talk this evening. Great cricket discussion. Okay, the inside edge for the day. Um, the most golden ducks in cricket, in test cricket, that is, because, you know, we have three recognized formats. So the most golden ducks in test cricket, and um, a usual suspect there, Motaya uh, Morlitaran, he has the most with 14, and he has played 164 innings. Haranga Hirat has 11. He has played 144 innings. Mr. Courtney Walsh, West Indies, oh. 10. Okay. Along with Stuart Broad, also 10. Um, Walsh has played 185 innings and Stuart Broad, 217. And tied for, for fifth place is Chris Martin from New Zealand and uh, James Harmison from England, nine each. So that's what we have. But um, the leading West Indian um, with ducks, of course, Golden Ducks is Courtney Walsh with 10. Yes. Uh, Gabriel with 8. But Courtney Walsh is 10 from 185 innings. Walsh, Gabriel, 8 from 84 innings. So currently Ambrose, 6 from 145 innings. And Jason Holder, 5 from 93. Now, there's something about Jason Holder's 5 is that Jason Holder has only made five ducks in all of Test cricket, and each and every one is a golden duck. Believe that. Oh, yeah. Each and every one, five golden ducks, five ducks in Test cricket. So here we got it. Yeah, we have golden we have in cricket. We have Dennis and Bolder. He's a little yeah. noisy. Let's see if he has cleared up now. Dennis, do you want to come in? Hello. Yes, you're in. Well, much better. Yes. Much better. Thank you. And, and um, you know, I, I apologize for the, the noise, but of course, you know, I want to be there in the studios with the rest of the panelists for the show. But unfortunately, I had a guest visiting from London, and I had to take him to the airport today. So. He's on his way back, and I'm on my way back home. Hopefully, I will be in my home studios within the hour, and okay. I can uh, participate with less noise. 
Yes, indeed. Uh, we just hold, hold for you. Get home safely, my buddy. Get home safely. Thank you, I'm so glad his, his, his buddy didn't ask him to come to, to get sick with him. Because <laughs> I'll be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Audrey, where do you want to begin? And when, if you want to come in, you just come right in and give us your take. Go ahead, Audrey. Where, where, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? West Indies, um, Sri Lanka? Yeah, why don't we do that? Okay. Okay, um, well, you know, we have been, um, like, early early morning because um, I find that nowadays I, I'm not, Keeping up <laughs> late as, as usual, so I, I'll I'll get in ten o'clock and then I, I'm gone until I sleep on wake like in the three o'clock again. Then I'll be up and I'll be watching some cricket. And uh, sometimes I'm very disappointed. Um, I, I, I've seen things that have been happening, and um, sometimes you just can't believe it. But there's also um, times when, um, like for instance, the in the second innings. I mean, maybe I was too shocked to be surprised <laughs> when 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 um, the West Indies falter stumbled away to 18 for six, and uh, I was saying, hey, it's gonna be a very very early night. But then I was still hopeful, yeah, because we we just want to know that um, it, it when when it comes to losing, as far as the position of the match is concerned, it was inevitable that we're gonna lose. But the way we're the way we're gonna lose that well that, that's a big difference. But I was so encouraged when Bonner and the Silver stayed there and they fought. I mean, the balls some balls were turning half like crossway, and um, but they, they they were very determined. They stayed there and they fought hard, and eventually they they, they came up with a hundred partnership. Which put a lot of lot more respectability to the to the West Indies score, um, moving it from 18 for six to 118 when the seventh wicket went down, and eventually we're all over 160. But you know what encourages me really is that at least two of the guys stayed there and show show some resilience. They they, they fought hard. They did not. Just give up the, the wicket. I, I mean, I'm not saying it, it, it was an easy pitch to play on because, as you can see, Jason Holder um, was completely cleaned up by a ball that he was expecting to um, to, to, to move away. And it, it, it stayed straight uh, uh, and, and knocked over his stumps. So uh, I'm not going to say, uh, you, you know, the, the guys were, were, were maybe careless. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that. I did not see all, all of the wickets uh, just in the, in the replay when, when they were showing them. But um, I, I think it's, it, we, there is, you know, when it comes to playing good spin bowling, uh, we are quite aware of that over the years. Um, I think at one stage we, we brought down Sally Mustak here, uh, you know, to, to help the West Indians with the bowling. But I, I'm wondering if, if, if he was bowling to the West Indians, his, the type of spin because... That we find out that we are very exposed and we are very vulnerable when it comes to um, good spin bowling. And it was talked about before they went to Sri Lanka. And um, I heard the, the report, the coach, or someone you know, of the team members talking about the spinners. And that's why the West Indians, that's why they played three spinners in, 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 one of the, in, in the match. 
So um, I, I don't I don't know what to say because um, yeah, I think that I think some are doing their best, but um, when when we look and see what's happening, who else could we have put there? You know, we we have we have carried brought back the experience. Hope um, it's not that he he has um, he was ex, uh, exactly um, tearing the, tearing down the the, the world uh, when it comes to his batting. I think they maybe should have allowed him to go and play some more 40, 40 matches first before you bring him back in the side. Yes, we know he has the name, but then it, it not, it, you have to consider what they're doing for the DM when, when the last time they've been doing. So it's very unfortunate for the West Indies. But um, I, I, I must say um, my expectations were not very high. And um, so I think a lot of Caribbean people right now will maybe the same in my same position because of the recent results that we've been getting. But we have to remember now that um, they went to Bangladesh and they, they pulled off a shocker beating Bangladesh 2-0. Um, two, two and uh, it's good to see Kyle Mears finally came up with some, with some runs because he has been having a very low, low, low patch of, uh, of scores there. But after that 210 at out, he has been exactly catching the place of a blaze. So um, all in all, I'm just hoping that in the second test, um, there'll be, there'll be more, more application, uh, the type we have seen in, in Bonner and De Silva. And um, you can see De Silva was very disappointed when he, when, when he got out. But, you know, it's, yeah, he, he, he stayed there and he, he fought a long, for a long, long, long time. And that's how I want to see um, if if the West Indies should ever lose, and uh, whenever we lose, it's not just going out there and roll over and play dead. We want to see see us going down. So because of that, no, I, 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 I'm I'm saying I have a little hope, you know, just just by looking at the the, the fighting partnership between Bonner and um, the Silver, and I hope the others will take take a, a, a copy from their book. Back to you. Okay, thank you so much for that. We have on board. Leon, yes, if, if I can. I, yes, I'm going to ask you to to just say hello to Murtris and to Cardinal there on as well. So go right ahead, Leon. Oh, hello, Murch. Hello, Murtris. That sounds a very familiar name to me. How are you? Good to have you on, and good to be on. Um, um, my comment in reference to what Audley just said would be. I haven't been following the match ball by ball, but <clears throat> I am always persuaded. Have never been properly prepared compared to the other test 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 train nations. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that I always expect them to lose or always expect them to win, but the kind of criticisms that are normally thrown at them. I, I always refute them. I, I don't I support them one hundred. Your recording has reached the maximum length. To replay your message, press one. I just, I just don't feel like the West Indies team is ever adequately prepared for international matches compared to the other trained nations. And until we get to that place where you know, they get the kind of preparation and play you know, do adequate um preparation, you know. I don't think that we should expect a lot from them. These guys are, to me, as talented and in many cases more talented than many of the other um, cricketers around the world. So 
they're just not given, you know, the opportunities and just not treated the way that they should they should be treated. We argue a lot about the fact that they are paid a lot and all that. And that may be true, but training means a lot. And whatever, whatever you're going to do, you have to prepare yourself. And if you're not prepared for a job, you should not be expected to perform. And so sometimes, those of us as West Indians, whether we are administrators or just um, followers, mm-hmm. we should take these things into consideration. I don't think that anybody would be crazy enough to just tell me, sit down a week and watch somebody fly a plane and then expect me to go and fly a plane next week. You know? You have to do right. adequate preparation, mentally, physically, and otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so until we can convince our administrators to treat our cricketers, you know, in the way that they should be treated and to give them the adequate training and preparation, then we shouldn't really be asking as much as we are of them. But in reference to New Zealand and West Indies, I think that, you know, New Zealand is always a team that I support. Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. Ah, Sri Lanka yes, sorry. Sri Lanka is always a team that I support and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always a good, a good challenge. So, I wish them well. Yes, indeed. Thank you for your comment. Uh, can I give a comment about Leon? Let's bring in Cardinal. Okay, all right. Cardinal, Cardinal, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Good evening, Leon. Hardly. And I'm not sure if you put in next. Speaker. Old friend, Ren. Old friend, Ren. That's Ren. It sounded like Ren, but I wasn't too sure. I know it sounded like Ren, but I'm good, man. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah, you know my it's, point. It's good, to finally hear you. it's good to finally hear your voice again. And yes, I, I, follow, say, I, I, follow, I, fo- I follow the show all the time, but I'm not always, you know, in a position to speak, you know. Mm-hmm. But I listen yeah, okay. to you guys all the time. Okay, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We know that you guys follow follow the show. We we know that we're very, very well aware of that. But you know, we hadn't heard you for for a little while. Yeah. Now I want to say two things, two major things. First, Arlie, I admire your courage. I don't got that kind of guts right now to say that I hope that West Indies is going to give me a performance that I'm satisfied with. You know, I, I understand that it says, you know, um, what is, well, how, 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 does it, how does the maxim go? What is life without hope? But... As I look at West Indies cricket, as I look at the match, and that is one of the reasons why I like to look at the play and not just hear about scores. I, I, I'm, I, I, I have to second Ren on, on what he's saying. West, this, this current generation of West Indies players are not qualified. They may have the talent, but they, they are not qualified to perform at international level in these times and um, can expect, our expectations have to be guarded because we, it, 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 they can lead to, to serious disappointments. And, and disappointments that, you know, sometimes leave us baffled, confused, embarrassed, and everything else. We got to find some way of taking this 
with a grain of salt so that we can find the, the, the losses a little bit more palatable and easier to accept. Now, we've got, as Ren was saying, they are not prepared. And, and, and I'm going to offer my, my thoughts on what I think this preparation is. Now, it seems to me that the players themselves are relying on the administration for their preparation. Because I'm saying, what drove West Indies cricket to the top of its performance as we, we, we rallied around them in the 70s, the 80s, into the mid-90s? What drove it? it was there, there was a passion and pride that drove each player to secure his performance at the top of his potential. Now, what else what do we want to look at? We can, we can talk about, oh, it's difficult to play spin and, and all that. But good batsmen know how to play good bowlers. And good batsmen know how to prepare themselves to become good or great batsmen. I said to people all the time, Brian Lara was not the most talented batsman we have ever seen. But he gets to be called the crown prince. Because what? He works hard at his game to prepare himself for the international uh, arena. We see far more talented batsmen who would not have performed as well as Laura did. And I can run off a couple of names. But the, the thing is, what you don't have in talent, and you can make up for in hard work, driven by your own passion, driven by your own motivation, that is what's going to bring you to the top of your game. This generation of players seem to me that we they expect that just the name that was in this cricket has created around the world. Just the legacy that has been created out of the term West Indies cricket is going to fall in their laps. No, that legacy is something that they're going to have to carry. And they're going to have cultivate the strength mentally, psychologically, and in terms of their skill and potential in order to carry that legacy. And they don't seem to be very well willing to prepare themselves to do that. Most of that motivation and preparation has to come from within, not from your coach, not from somebody who wants you to play cricket because they see you've got talent. It got to come from you. And that is what's going to shape you into the kind of cricketer that can perform at international level. Now, we don't see that happening. The, the era when we see youngsters of their own initiative Go out on the pasture, scratch out a piece of, of, of thing, put a roller on it, and decided that, that they're going to play cricket for that day. Nobody tell them, nobody behind them pushing them to do it. But they want to see themselves develop the kind of skill that would bring them to the greatest, the, of, greatest of their potential. The era when we see the, the, a generation of players who felt proud 
to Plessis West Indies and knew that they had a legacy to carry. That those days are gone. I don't even know where our cricketers, cricketers come from mm-hmm. because I don't see where they are being prepared from the grassroots and work their way up to a system, getting the the the, the um getting their own talents together, learning how to maximize their skills, learning how to be creative in their batting, their bowling, and their fielding of their own accord. And when you get into the arena, if there are certain adjustments that someone wants you to make in order to correct an error, then the coach can come in and do that. But that self-preparation, that motivation, that passion, that pride no longer exists. And so we cannot expect or even hope for the kind of performance that was given to us or that was shown to us when those elements were in force. The other thing that I'm looking at, I'm looking at a group of players who look out of sight. Why, why now, did you do this? When I, when I say that, what, I mean... Hold your thoughts there for me a little. Yeah. Let's bring in, let's bring in uh, Virgil, and then we take the Walter Henry birthday hour, and then we come back, we just explore on this once more. Um, Virgil, come on in. Okay. Yeah, good, ev- good evening to all the listeners, and good evening to all the panelists. And we have um, Renford Door. You heard good his evening, voice Virgil. again. And, um, oh, good, evening. Have- good evening, Miss, mi- mi- Mr. Ren. From close to Antigua. From where? From where? From where? From close to Antigua. From close to Antigua. Lord of Hell, beautiful. No, no, no. I'm just telling him, Mr. Ren, from close to Antigua. I'm not where I'm at, but I know you're close to Antigua. But I'm I'm giving you a clue. He's close to the beautiful city of Lord of Hell. You got the clue? I sure, I sure, Ren must. He's close to the city of beautiful Lada Hill? Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, oh. I'm Red, in Florida. Oh, Red, um, I'm I, in Florida I, right I can, now. I kind of realize, hey, at least you must pass the beautiful city of Lada Hill. You must go and look into the park. Go and look into the Borough Park. You need to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speak to Ivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let Ivor take it there. Ivor will definitely take it there. And you will see lords in lords. That's how the cricket ground in there looks. Beautiful. Okay. Well, why don't we do this, Virgin? Oh, We're going to bring in the birthday hour, the Walter Henry birthday hour at this point, and then we'll come right back to our cricket talk for the rest of the okay. evening. Audley, part up. gentlemen that's the sound of background there telling you that we are it's about time for the walter henry birthday and anniversary hour it's a time of the evening when we take a look into cricketed paternity and we say happy birthday or anniversary or debut as maybe 
And it's a time when you can also call in 515-601-9850. 515-601-9850. And as we go along, some occasional footnotes. So, hey, welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Today is November the 28th. Wow, the time's running by. It's almost 2022. Uh, yes, so it's Sunday, November 28th. And here we go. Some birthdays. Sasha, the daughter of one Mr. Ivor Henry. She's celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to you, Sasha. So Ivor will have to be here later, Sasha. And Donna's niece, Mayor, Mayor Brown, she's also celebrating a birthday today. A uh, friend of mine, Alicia, she's celebrating a birthday today. And uh, we have a couple of debuts we could look at here. Um, November 28th, of course, 1958, we, was the debut of Sir Wesley Hall. Yep. Along with Basil Butcher. They both made their debut versus India. And um, on the same date, but back in 1975, Michael Holding, another great fast bowler from the West Indies, made his debut, 1975 versus Australia. And closer home against Australia again, 2009, debutant Adrian Barat. And of course, he made a century and debut. Adrian Barat, yes, he made a century and debut for the West Indies. So those are the debuts we have for today. And here we go with the birthdays. From England, we have Edward Grace, one of the Grace brothers, of course. Rick Dick Lilly, Nick Knight, and Craig Kitsweta, a former wicketkeeper, of course, retired early because of the um, problems he been suffered an eye fracture. Uh, okay, so uh, United Arab Emirate, Ashad Liquid, uh, he is 51. By the way, uh, Nick Knight is 52, and uh, Kitsweta is 34. Keith Miller and Laura Latcher from Australia. Ken Wishart from the West Indies, left us some years ago. Andre Fletcher turns 34 today from Grenada. Francis, New Zealand. Tayana Batria from India turns 24. Bert Voyager from South Africa, he left us years ago. Ramadula Garbaz from Afghanistan, he's 20 years old. And from Hong Kong, Afis Khan, 23 years old. Tomorrow, my grandson, Elisha, yes, Elisha Watson will be seven years old. Happy birthday, grandson. Grandfather will catch up with you. And um, Daniel, Mr. McKenzie's niece, Daniel McKenzie, will be celebrating also her birthday tomorrow. Cricket, Marlon Tucker from Jamaica, 61 years old. Stephen Cook from South Africa, 39. Harry, Harry Howell, Charles Evans, and Jim Hutchison. Time all from England. Uh, we have Joanna Broadbent uh, from Australia. Craig Evans from Zimbabwe. Yusuf Khan from Pakistan. Sandaran Wishart from India. And Emma Beamish. From Ireland for the November the 30th, we have sing out of Jamaica Mavado. We'll be celebrating, and uh, Kevin Anthony Jackson, better known to us as Sanchez, 
another entertainer from Jamaica, will be celebrating also on the 30th. Bobby Abel, Simit Patel, and John Arnold, all from England, will be celebrating. Ken Wadsworth, Pamela Gruber, Heath Dennis, and Cripps Tassany, umpire from New Zealand. The late Philip Hughes, just a few days ago, we we celebrate, we look at the anniversary of when he was hit by a bouncer and, uh, of course, did not recover. But um, today would have been his birthday. He died a couple of days before his 26th birthday. Uh, today would have been his birthday, and he also, 2009, became the, the youngest cricketer to score 100 in both innings. He was 20 years and 96 days at the time. Nasir Hassan from Bangladesh, uh, Atav Atlam from Afghanistan, and we have George Headley. He died on this day back in 1983. In 1983, 30th November, George Headley and Johnny Gale, umpire from out of Jamaica, international umpire. He was born on this day back in 1923. He left us last year as well. Okay, for the 1st of December, we say December day, 1st of December, uh, J.C. Lodge, Telephone Love, um, Mr. J.C. Lodge out of Jamaica. And with the anniversary of Brian Lara scoring 501 not out in 1995, 501 not out. Uh, that's the anniversary. So we have Archie McLaren, Jack Crawford, Mike Dennis, and Tim Ambrose, all from England. Zaire Hassan, uh, Hassan Shakar, and we have Isham Ohak, all from Bangladesh. Safraz Nawab, Anjun from Pakistan. Anjuna Rangatunga from Sri Lanka. Ras Edwards from Australia. Timil Patel from the United States, Brian Murphy from Zimbabwe, Bill Pyle from New Zealand, Herman Griffiths from Trinidad Tobago, West Indies, and Leslie Reefer out of Barbados, Mohammed Kaif from India. For the December 2, we have Alan Foggy Thompson. Yes, he took the first wicket in ODI back in uh, 2000, I mean 1970, 71, and he got the wicket of, Bob, of Jeff Boycott caught, right, so by Bill Laurie. George Emmerich from England and Abdul Razak, the youngest, youngest um, um, along with uh, Nazim Afrak uh, from Pakistan, Eric Dalson, Bob Newhart, Newson rather, and Clive Erickson from South Africa. Robbie Hart from South, from New Zealand, and we have from what from from Hungry Walsh, the father of um, the father of, of um, Hayden Walsh, Vaughn Walsh. He was He's born yes, nineteen sixty four. Uncle, yeah, Hayden. Okay. And, yeah, hungry yeah. and and the father the. Um, Hayden Jr. is not is um his uncle. Oh, okay. Okay, uncle. Okay, get get it right. Thanks. All right. For the third of November, third of December, rather, Hazel Miss Hazel Lynch. Um, unfortunately, she died earlier this year, and um, 
you know, somebody I knew real well. Um, she was one, as a matter of fact, she was once my boss in, in Jamaica. But with the COVID, you know, one, no one could go to the funeral and stuff like that. Real sad. She left us um, earlier this year. Okay, so we have uh, Charles Willoughby, Mark Bocher from uh, South Africa, from England, Trevor Bailey, and uh, Les Ames, the only wicketkeeper score 100, first class 100. We have Toby Kotler from Australia, Richard Reed from New Zealand, Ashley De Silva from Sri Lanka, from India, Mitali Raj, um, and she, of course, scored 214 against England. Um, ladies, she's, she's, a, she's female rather, but she scored 214 versus England in 2002 at 19 years old. That was brilliant. And Conrad Hunt, yeah, he died on the 3rd of December at age 67 in Sydney, Australia, the great West Indian Conrad Hunt, 1999, he died. Finally, the 4th of December, Fedlin Beeson, my bishop, Bishop Fedlin Beeson, he'll be celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday to your bishop. And we have Zion. Iva made, made it a double. Zion, mm-hmm. Iva's daughter. So he started he started the day today, and then he'll be ending it on Saturday with, an, with another birthday. Uh, all right, Iva. Zion's birthday will be on Saturday, December the 4th. Okay, so Billy Gunn and Fred Ramsey from England, Ajit Wadakar, Amar Singh uh, from India, Shahid Nazir from Pakistan, Tim McIntosh from Zimbabwe, Devon Blake from the United States, Alta Kotze from South Africa, Jack Walton, Fred Ferrer from Australia, and Hilda Chiruwardana from Sri Lanka. And the death of Colin Caldry, 2000 just like Conrad Hunt at the age of 67. That's what I have here for you, I, um, Leon. Back yeah. to you. Tell me, did you call um, the, the Spice Man? Spice Man? Yes, That's, I did. Yes, I okay. did. Yes, indeed. He had a birthday, too. We're going to invite Ren. Yes. Ren, come on in and tell us. Tell us what you have in store for us, Ren. Anything you need to do, you need to heal up your folks down there and... and but thank you, Leon. I, cer- I certainly would like to say hello to everyone who's listening to um, you in the Caribbean, whether Nevis, Sinkits, the Federation of Sinkits, Nevis, Antigua, the Southern Islands. Mm-hmm. And Leon, we do have some amazing news on the horizon. Um, yes. Persons in... Persons in in Kitsuneva, the Federation, Montserrat and Antigua and neighboring islands like Anguilla, St. Martin. Um, we're looking forward to be able to reach them in their cars and in their homes on FM. Um, hopefully before the new year. Good we news. Are, good news. We are working on that right we are working on that right now as I speak. You know, things are being put in place at home. Um, we crave the support of everyone. Um, you guys are going to have to be cognizant of that because you you won't be online. You'll be on radio. Okay. And so oddly, and uh, Dennis, all you guys, not Dennis, what's his name? What's our friend's name from England? Cardinal, I mean, no, um, 
Dennis is from no. England. From England. O'Brien. O'Brien. Mr. O'Brien. Simon. 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 <laughs> Simon. We all are going to have to sharpen up our skills, you know. And we all be acclaimed radio announcers. Okay. So, um, Leon, we are going to, of course, give you the red light when, whenever that happens. And let you know so that you guys can, of course, celebrate with us and, and um, signal or salute our radio listeners all across the Eastern Caribbean. We're looking forward to that. And um, 2020 is really growing in leaps and bounds. And this is due to the unwavering support of all of our listeners. I think you said Murchis was listening. She's one of them who support us very much and we are very very we grateful you is not able to be with us we brought her in but she was not able to be with us so i know she has oh okay yes well in 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 this area i believe that our support is being led by Ivor and in new york we have a gentleman we call birdman mm. we thank all of you for your for your support of 2020 vision radio and if you or hope that you know we could continue to produce and give to our listeners the kind of quality program programs like you guys produce. I'm very very appreciative of this program, your consistency and the, the quality of of your program. We are very very appreciative of it. Um, keeps us sharp and keeps people listening. You know, it's always good. To know your bang on time and you guys are organized, you know what you're going to talk about, you know what's going on, so on. We believe, well, Leon, you know, you know, if you have a favorite your station, you know what your programs are that you're going to listen to. When you turn on at the time that the program is to be there, you want the program to be there, right? Yes, indeed. So we want to encourage everyone to continue giving us the kind of support, the, the education, the inspiration, and the entertainment that we provide in 2020 is going to be second to none. So thank you all very much for your we, we thank you too. And you know, all this is because of Virgil, you know. Virgil, come in and tell us why you make it so, sound so sweet to us. You know, yes. Virgil, come on, tell us. I, no, sorry, I didn't hear that. I say, I, I'm telling Ren that everything that we do here and he applauds us for is because of you. Am I correct in saying that? <laughs> Go ahead, say your piece. I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take the sip on that. Anyhow, yeah. when welcome to Florida, and I hope Ivor will. I know he definitely will. He will he will take you to see that nice, beautiful um, stadium that we have. Um, oh, he he he's gonna take my son, my son who used to be a cricketer before he got a a leg injury. My my eldest well, son, he's with me. Okay. Well, he will take um, both of you to see. Lionel, um, I suppose, um, what's his name, that does the what the show would know, that Lionel was born on the 13th of September. Oh. Because you guys seem to know when every cricketer was born. That is what I got my son, that's what got him to start, start listening to the cricket show. When I told him that you guys know everything about every cricketer in the world, he was intrigued. <laughs> and so he started, you know, listening and so on, so... I'm very impressed with you with your show, the preparation that goes into into the show, and the kind of information that you guys share. I'm very, 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 very impressed by it. Um, 
So God bless all of you. The, the kind of knowledge and the kind of thorough discussion that you guys bring is, is second to none. I believe it's really appreciated all across the Caribbean. But certainly in my listening audience, I know it is. Okay, thank, thank you, you all so very much. much. Thank you so much for that. Um, um, Dennis, I know you have some noise um, behind. Mr. Simon, did, uh, Mr. Frank, did you finish with the birthday greeting? No, no. Are you? Oh, okay. No, because we're trying to bring in Dennis. He has a little background noise, but I hope he has the time to say a few words. Go ahead. Yes. I, I'm here, Leon. If, if you can hear me, I'm here, but I'm about 10 minutes away from home, and I think I can we dispense can hear you. with the noise in the background, and uh, I can contribute more freely when I arrive home in 10 minutes. Yeah, well, I we definitely want to join. Yeah, we're in the birthday seg- segment, so that's why we wanted to bring you in to see if you have a birthday while I, we, we celebrate those folks. We have Ren, when you come back, we'll be glad to hook you up with him as well. So come on in and just say your, your little piece about birthdays, if you have any, and then we'll move right my on. Sister Lo- my sister Lorna McCarthy in London, she had a birthday on the 25th, and that's the only anniversary that I have at this time. Indeed. Okay, thank you so much for that. And why don't we celebrate all those who share birthday? Oh, oddly, why don't you come on in and say what you have to say? Oh, I don't have a birthday per se, but uh, my son would have been 45 years old, right? And the 22nd. Wow. But he he left us. He left us in 2019, and he just left a blank, blank space in our house and in our hearts. Right? So we hope one day we'll meet again. Rest in peace, my son. Cynthia Elliot Francis. Go right in, Ren. You were saying something? No, I was going to say um, my condolences because I, I, I didn't know that you had you had lost a son. Yes, last and in 2019, yes, he, he left us. He left us um, after a, a massive heart attack just took him away from us. And that mm. was, How old was he, Leon? 42. Then, and now okay. Forty-five. Oh. Anyone else? Oddly, anyone else? Before we move out of the segment, or what about you, Cardinal? Any birthdays? Any birthdays before? Ah, uh, no. Let me go then, cause I have one. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I like to say to my sister, one one of my sister, which is like six months older than me. Um, she celebrated her birthday, which was yesterday which I totally forget because I called her and asked her, like about last week when it was her birthday, she told me, but I totally forget. But say, Bond Francis, um, your big brother, just want to tell you a happy, 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 happy birthday. And I hope you enjoyed it because it was yesterday, happy belated birthday, and big brother, love you out of this world. And I also want to say, I don't know if oddly say it, but you were talking about the 22nd of November with your son. But also remember on that day, um, Viv Richards made his first um, what call it, debut for West Indies, 1974, 47 years ago on the 22nd. That's a long time. Time yeah, flies so fast. I was there uh-huh. to celebrate. I was in Antigua then, man, and we, we were happy as if we won the lotto. So, uh-huh. you know, yes, it was a joyous day for us. As I've seen him, I celebrated him. So let's hear from Ivor. Ivor, 
finally got a chance to talk with us. Come on in, Ivan. Double yes, trouble, double gentlemen. trouble, double trouble, and little <laughs> trouble. Wow. Well, uh, don't know who's the first one. I would not be the second. <laughs> I well, and let's I go to the birthday before thing. <laughs> yes, I have him um, <laughs> back to back to back. You know, um, Carol was um last week. Don't know if you would have said that. Oddly, Carol, that's Trella, twenty fourth. Sasha, twenty fourth today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sasha, and then Zion is next week uh, on the fourth. So we have them. We want to say happy birthday, Car- especially Car- to Sasha you, today. You call her Carrie. You, you call her Carrie. No, Carol. Carol. Okay. Her okay. Carrie. No, it's Carol. C A R O L. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, yep. Happy birthday to all of them. I'm well Thanksgiving. One of my granddaughters just went back up to Tallahassee today. Uh, we had some fun at the Broward County Fair there on Friday evening. Um, had a couple of my grand, what, four of them, and some of the kids. So we had fun. Um, who else is having a birthday today? Lynn, of course, we will not forget your, your son. We are over there to um, bring some sort of comfort. And it was bittersweet, of course. We get to meet um, Simon and uh, the great singer, Fio Thorn. That's when I get to meet her. So that's why it's a, that's the sweet part. The bitter part was that home going is never easy. And uh, <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be easy for any parent to bear a son. We have, what, all of three on this panel. Mm-hmm. Kenzie, Leon, Cardinal. So I guess... We have to empathize with you guys. I I, I know it's going to be hard. It's hard to bear an older person, never mind a Sunday. But say strong, Liam, and yeah. Um, yeah. Cardinal and Mr. McKenzie. When the twin brothers, yeah, Ivor. Yeah, happy that you're in our neck of the woods and you're on the show. And of course, you would have um, you would have echoed that we are being heard across the way, being on FM in. Any FM station is always going to up any ante. That way you wouldn't have to be either on your phone or using data or what have you. You get in your vehicle and you just turn or you're in your home and you just turn on the radio. So we we want to commend you guys for taking that leap to go to the FM band instead of just internet radio. So we wish you guys all the best. Have you heard the charges that were laid at your feet? The charges? No, I wasn't around for a while. Um, there's some field that you're supposed to take me to see, I understand. Oh, the beautiful city of Lord Hill. Beautiful city of Lord Hill. 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 Lord Mr. McKenzie, let's bring him in and let him join the conversation. Yes, yes, sir. I, I like the conversation, and it's nice to see you guys on the radio, and I do applaud as well. So let's Hold continue. Thank you. Hold your thoughts here because I want you to welcome Mr. Renford Door. You heard his voice many times. Yes, I heard his voice. And welcome to, to the show, here. and I hope that this is the, this is the first or the last time we are going to hear from you. We always like to hear from people like you. 
Thank you. I'm always a part of the show, Mr. McKenzie, and I always listen to your comments, and thank you very much. Okay, that makes better sense. Yeah. So I'd like to see you on my show, okay? Yes, sir. Um, All right, good. Thank you. Mr. Francis, before Ivor before out, I would like to say something, please. Right, go right ahead, sir. You listening. Okay. Um, since he's on right now, make sure you take Ren to the most beautiful oh, stadium that we have here goodness. in Madagascar. Okay. Ivor and another Ren. And, yeah. you know, Ivor really shocked me tonight. You know something? The last couple of weeks, my knee has been hurting me really swell, so I can't bowl. When I was last month, when I was bowling, every week Ivor did not appear on the show. He, he didn't want to come and bat. Now my knees is hurting me and I can't bowl. All of a sudden, who came out? Ivor came out. And that was a very shocker to me, Ivor. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a smart guy. He's brilliant. Oddly. So Mr. McKenzie, Mr. McKenzie, you're not gonna say hello to your to your niece, Daniel, celebrating a birthday in November twenty ninth. That's tomorrow. Oh yeah, oh yes, oh yes. Thanks for reminding me about that. I yeah, was no, going to, to I was going to write yeah, it to I didn't. So you have been very nice to me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Happy birthday, All right. Daniel. All right. <laughs> Ren, did you, okay. did you call up? Did you, wait, wait, Ivor. Did, did Ren call up his, 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 his guys over in Nevis? I don't re- recall hearing me say say hello to them. You may have somebody in Nevis you want to say something to, on me. aren't you? Yes, I, 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 um, I did shout out all the Nevisians who are listening. I know that there are many of them. We have. Yes, some um, people hear the most beautiful word that they ever hear. Their name, man. You gotta call their names. Let them know. Let them hear the name. Well, I would like to um say hello to probably one of the busiest persons in in, in Nevis, but a sports enthusiast. He is the president of the cricket Nevis Cricket Association, Mr. Carlisle Powell, a very hardworking and dedicated member of 2020 Vision Radio. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I think he is in preparation, getting prepared to. Um, I think they lost, we lost a cricketer in Nevis. Um, what's his name, Ivor? Rafi Wallace. Wallace. Rafi Wallace, yes. So he's gonna be late to rest, I think, sometime this week. Mm. And if you know Carlisle well, he's going to make sure that the cricket association is well represented. He looks like you, Ivor. Anybody tell you that? Who, Rafi? Yeah, he look a little bit like you. <laughs> well, well, we all look alike. Yeah, okay, <laughs> go ahead. All right, okay, Ren, that's all for the whole of the yeah. That's all you. <laughs> yes, no, sir. Cardinal, no more people than you. We could call, and use the call some names. Yeah, lady, lady C. Lady, lady Griffin, C. Lady C. Griffin, Lady Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> There are several Griffins in Nevis, um, Cardinal, so let me hear the names. No. Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Oh, Sister C. You have to say Sister C. Yes, that's it. Yes. Lady C. That's the star of 2020. The queen of 2020. Mm -hmm. Take it. Take away Audley and let us get out of here until 
All right, all right. Um, just before I go, I just want to give a shout out to our listeners over there in in, um, in Europe, especially in London, where we have Omel. Yeah, I have this thing I'm going with Leon on Saturdays on this Saturday morning to entertainment program. And of course, I listen to India, Australia, the Caribbean, and all over the world. Welcome. We're happy to have you. And each one tell one. We'll be back next. We are here every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. So make sure that you tell another person and invite them to listen next week. All right. So this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next week. God willing, 30 when we do it again. Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Leon. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Talking about the West Indies and their miserable performance. In oh Finland. my gosh! Don't even go there. This mall. This And they play tonight. Yes, they are playing tonight again. So, Cardinal, give us your take. You continue with where you left off. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was saying as well that um, you know. Our batsmen, the reason why I can't have any hope, our batsmen, if you look at them, they're, they're very vulnerable. They look vulnerable. They look as if they, they're going to be out at the very next ball. I mean, playing spin well means you, can, you, you don't play back to a, 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 a length ball from an off spinner. You know, and I see that consistently. Um... They seem to have this thing of always in a hurry play their shots. And, and, and for that purpose, I, 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 I don't know how many people ever watch, um, carefully watch a Carl Hooper or a Marlon Samuels play cricket. I mean, those guys look as if they have all the time in the world to play the ball. You know, and, and, and Marlon Samuels in particular, regardless of what position and the piece he's he, he playing from, you look at the guy and you see him watch the ball onto the bat. You know, so when, we, when you look at Holder, you know, Holder is supposed to be the number one all-rounder. And the way Holder got out, Holder looked as if, as if he didn't even understand what three stumps behind him and a bat in his hand was all about. You know, so... The, the, the vulnerability of, of your players 
in addition to the fact that, you know, they, they're not prepared to play at this level, does not give me much cause to hope. The last thing I want to look at is the, the unpreparedness administrators, the selectors, and everybody else in that, in that, in that, in that column. You know, the administrators seem to have no clue as to what to do to create a structure that could prepare our players. The selectors seem to be out at sea with respect to who to select for a team that is gonna, that is going to be prepared to go on a tour. They all seem to be guessing. Now, when you are a professional at that level, you shouldn't be guessing at this point. So, you know, with, 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 with those, I don't even know if I want to call them shortcomings, you know, clear defects in the whole structure of West Indies cricket. I cannot afford to have any kind of even hope, much less expectation, that I'm going to see a better performance in the second test against Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. That's my thought. Um, Leon? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Randy, you, you want to come in? Yes. I wanted to ask a question. Mm -hmm. um, I listened to you guys, I think it was um, two weeks consistently, you debated and made some strong suggestions in reference to Pakistan and India. I think it was Pakistan who you felt were always being left out of the loop, right? Right, yes. We did. And you were, we were suggesting um, you have the, a type of, type of, the Trination format, right? In, yeah, in a, wherever the opposing team for that particular yes. area is yes. being played. Mm -hmm. I would like to ask whether or not we think that West Indies has had this kind of advantage. We, I was speaking with my son a couple of days ago, and I said to him, it seems to me that when West Indies players used to be playing, for, for example, in county cricket in England, we used to get better performances out of them because there wasn't an excuse to say, okay, we have never played in England before, so we couldn't adjust to the... To the to, to the to the pitches and the the surroundings and so on, but I don't know if that is true now, because we have players coming into the team and being selected who probably have never played an international match, probably never played anyone from Pakistan or Sri Lanka, or never played on Sri Lankan soil and those kind of things. How do those things factor into their performances? I mean, why am I expected? I, I would have scored the most runs in the first-class matches in the West Indies um, and then performed the same way, having never played in India. Let me just finish off with this, this thing because I'm sure Ivor has comments and Mr. Heath will have something and probably Mr. McKenzie or something and then we jump right into that question because that is going to be a, a long one as well. Um, you want to come in, Ivor? And then we'll just pick it up from there. Thank you. Yes, by all means. And without repeating what others would have said, I'm not too sure, but <clears throat> I'm going to start with the administrators. <clears throat> Selectors, I'll pick it up from where Cardinal left off because you'll hear it here and you're going to hear it here first because they're listening. And I'm going to give them straight 
The selectors and the administrators and the administrators have showed us that they are puppy shows with great respect, I'm gonna say that. Hear me out. Let me take you back to our last tour. When we took who is the great hope of West Indies cricket, performed well enough in white ball cricket, but they decided in the red ball cricket, we're going to take you to partner Mr. Bartwee, and we're going to put Mr. Kyron Powell as a spear wheel. As God would have it, we had a concussion incident. We had Mr. Was it Bonner, right? No, Salanto. He had to be yeah. out of the game. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Pakistan. Oh, Pakistan. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm saying the previous tour, you remember that Kyron Paul was left out and he was the concussion replacement for Bonner? Yes, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And they invested Mr. Hope as a partner for Batway. By the time the second inning came around, Mr. Hope, who was supposed to be the opening batsman, was relegated to a middle-order batsman, and they put Mr. Kyron Powell to open the inning. Do I remember that? Yes. Yep. Of course. Okay. Now, we have a situation in Pakistan where our opening batsman, Deputant, same concussion, same concussion, we already said that this guy is good enough to open for West Indies because we picked him to keep out Kyron Powell. Now we need an open batsman to open the inning in Pakistan. What did the selectors, coaches, and captains, what did they do? With, with the same hope in the team, they used German Blackwood inning. And the same man who we say was good enough fire is in the team and he couldn't go and open but we use a makeshift opening batsman those selectors are to be gone those coaches supposed to vamoose they think we don't know cricket you think we're not following they're doing nonsense that is why we are not getting anywhere with the cricket so we can blame the cricketers all you want you're asking Blackwood now to go in and all of a sudden, your batsman won't open. Blackwood should have said, let Hope go. He's the next white hope. Because you already told us that if he didn't fail when we went to Sri Lanka, he would have been the opening batsman. But now you're putting me up to fail. And West Indies keep doing this nonsense. Leon Johnson, back full of runs. Good leaders, leader. Good captain. Guyana getting up in, in the playoff every time. Middle of the batsman, you want him to fail, what do they do? Tell him to go in and open the batting. So that you can fail and we're done with you. That's the nonsense that they keep on doing all the time. And we need to address those things and stop blaming the cricketers. We ought to do that. So we're here sitting down and crying and saying, what the batsmen, they don't play in Sri Lanka, they don't play in Pakistan. Cricket is a team sport. It's like a wheeling. Bolt would not open the wheeling for Jamaica. He would not anchor. They put him where he's best suited. He come in the middle and he said, Asafa Powell, go and finish. 
These are what we don't understand. You cannot put a square peg in a wrong hole and expect it to fill the hole. That is what is happening. Mm-hmm. So, the hope for tonight, I don't know what they're going to change. I don't know what will change. Maybe Leon can tell us if the youngster on debut is um, I don't think, is well I don't enough think to play. No, I don't think he's ready enough. So, ready this is where we have to start from. So, who is going to open the innings? Who is going to open it? We are on tour. Hope. Let me, I'm going to finish now, Leon. <laughs> Normally, open. when we are on tour, because we have three open open batsmen, two wicked keepers. You're telling me that True. our failure... What because hear, of Kylan Powell? Word out there. So you tell me Kylan Powell could be there with... Yeah, Let's hear from Dennis. Dennis was, is ready now to, to explore. Come on, Dennis. Tell us what's right. on your mind. Thank you very much, Leon, and I'm looking forward to joining this conversation. But before I proceed, I know we're talking about West Indies in Sri Lanka and the pitiful performance. I have a, uh, a colleague who sits in... Uh, he has a, you know, a show in the UK broadcast every Wednesday. And I asked him for his comment because he's a, well, he likes cricket. And his comment was that every pot has to sit on their own behind. And each of the players have to look within themselves for improvement, self-examination. The pot bottom is yours, not anyone else. And that, that was the comment that he gave to me. But... My take on this is that um, I've heard it said that we do not have as many players playing in England as before. But the truth of the matter is cricket in England, Australia, New Zealand is the same game. We do not hear of Australian players playing in another country to get good. We do not hear of English players playing in another country to improve their quality and their standards. So why should we expect that West Indies playing the same game need to have that edge of being put in another country to develop skills? Yes, it's important. Yes, it's also very useful. But I will go back to the comments made earlier by Cardinal and I think... uh, uh, Ren also it, it touched on it, uh, and of course, either regarding the preparation and, of course, the admi- administrators. I have said before on this show that we are woefully lacking when it comes to the what we get from our coaches. We have Coach Simmons who will tell us that, you know, the West Indies players are trying to do the things that are necessary for us to be better. They shouldn't be trying to do the things. These guys were selected to play. They were given contracts and their salaries are being paid. We expect that when they go out there, we should see nothing but uh, skill, determination, and, of course, grit. What we don't see from the West Indian players right now is that type of performance. Yes, I give credit to uh, Bonner and uh, De Silva for their courage and their performance. But quite frankly, there are eight other players out there or is it nine other players out there who deserve to have a second innings appearance sometime in the future. I looked at the team and I'm wondering what they're likely to do for the second test. And quite frankly, 
why are we not playing Jaden Seals? He was brought in against the um, Sri Lanka, not Sri Lanka. Yes, I think it's Sri Lanka and, and uh, earlier on this year. And yet he's out there on the tour and he's not been playing. Well, we saw, um, we have Roach is out there. We have Permal is out there. Why aren't these three gentlemen given an opportunity to participate? Because the others that they, you know, quite frankly, Hope would be out of my team for this next one. Chase would be out of it. And so would Shannon Gabriel. Their performances does not live up to scratch. And I come back to the selectors and the coaches we have. They are not doing their job. So I hope at the end of December, when this honeymoon period is over, that they are told to go and play in the sand. Leon, back to you. Yeah. I wanted to make a comment, but let's bring in um, Jetin. Good evening to you, Jetin. Where have you been? Everybody's asking for you. Uh, you good have... evening. Well, I was on the road. <laughs> I was stuck without a signal. <laughs> oh, goodness. Don't stay on the road that long. We have Renford Duo on radio from, from um, ZIZ. Is it Vision 2020 in Nevis? So be careful with what you okay. say now. You're being heard around the Caribbean. Talk to us. Give us your, we're, we're talking about West Indies and their failure again. And you have had a recipe for them, for them to come out of the hole. Why don't you tell us a little bit about have anything changed? Has any recipe? Recipe is there. Recipe is there. There is nothing impossible in a sports. But at the end of the day, when it goes back to the administration and team management, are they willing to change? Are they there to approach a different procedure or a process? in comparison to the same thing doing over and over and looking for a different result, it's not going to happen. Either you make a changes to make it happen or leave behind the things don't work. And how many times, like I'm talking about the fans, they are not ready to take these results. It is not easily acceptable. It is not a fun for any fan to watch failures over and over, series by series, season by season. And at the same time, if they don't see changes, they get exhausted. Come with the expectation that the player is going to perform. And uh, this is not going to be end here because next test, we are playing against the, one of the best pitch in Sri Lanka, which is a, technically a spinning track for over the years. It's like uh, India has uh, what you call Madras and uh, Calcutta. It's always spinning track. doesn't matter which uh, year you go or what season you go. And this trick will be the more difficult to play for the West Indies because looking at the previous tests, the players are not capable to play against these spinners. We call it a lack of footwork and the decision-making. And the third thing, which is the most missing part, nobody wants to stay longer at the wicket. And that will be 
hugely tested. And again, I will say that Sri Lanka is going to bring at least three to four spinners in this next test. And West Indies has to go, in my opinion, at least the two specialist spinners. Let's go Cornwell. is doing okay. He will do well against the spinning track. Then you got the chase. He can pitch in some uh, good spinning overs. But we need a one more spinner, the variety yeah. spinner, who can make some impact. And if West Indies don't go with the three spinners, and it's not about going with the spinners, I will say they will be carrying about 60 to 70% of the bowling load. That is the how we expect from Sri Lanka. But... Uh, I don't expect any changes middle of the tour or season. Nothing going to happen. We can discuss every day, all day. But looks like if there are any changes coming, it will be probably after the series over or before the second series start. But in between, when the series is in progress, normally they don't make any major changes. So we have to live with it. Yeah, I... I, my, my comments are simple. You know, when you look on the Western side and you compare it to the other sides in the world, you find that the other sides in the world have two competent pair of openers. Those openers are capable of giving you 50 to 75 openings and on, on, on some occasion a little more, some a little less. But when once they do that, they take the shine off the ball. Your number three, your number four, number five can find some it's better to 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 at least uh, mount a total in excess of 350. They are a good test side also consists of two good pace bowlers. West Indies have been juggling with um, with Gabriel, and now they have dropped Roach, Roach from the first test match. I don't know the reason behind it, but from our report, Roach has been in good health. Um, he's fit, and... Gabriel was, was known to, to break down so many times that it, it baffles me that he is still struggling with spraying the ball down the leg side. If he were playing one, T20, we would have gotten so many balls and his overs would be going a number of six, uh, nine balls each time and we would have lost the match right away. But Gabriel and, and the opener, Bratwit, have not improved at all. For the time that these guys are playing cricket for West Indies, I believe they should be able to at least hold an end. When the going gets tough, you, you take it easy. You get the singles here, you get the, the R2s, but you wear and wear down the shine. So West Indies has got to find a, a way to get two good pace bowlers and get two solid openers. And then you have a spinner and then you can balance the other with some good middle order batting and you can make 350 and then your bowlers can at least have something to bowl at and we would be in a better better position but we have a virtual hat trick up top believe me you, you don't know what's going to happen because the number three and number four are going to be virtually opening on innings because we're going to get a, a wicket around about 2023 and the number three and number four are going to come in and have a ball with the shine. And then they're pushing a load of spin. Then the first thing we hear from our coach, we're going to be, we're going to be faced with, a, with a, a spin, an attack on spin. Before he says, well, listen, we're going to fight fire with fire. You give, 
the guy some positive vibes. Don't go with a negative saying, we're going to be faced with spin. Spin can be played. What we find with Indian batsmen, they move their feet and go down to the pitch of the ball. When you hit the ball on the full, no matter how, how you spin, if you're bowling, Chinaman, leg spin, off break, they don't spin in the air. They swing in the air, but you get the swing. And when once you're down there, you nullify any spin. Our guys aren't moving their feet and they're not sweeping. Guys, we need some, we have a batting coach. We have a mental coach. We have a strengthener. We have a, a general coach. We have all kind of coach. <laughs> but listen, they're not getting these guys to do what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to score at least 350 each time they go to in, the innings, except uh, some cajun when the wicket, uh, the, the wicket is bad, that it gives, it, gives them a little trouble. Then they will indeed have some problems scoring. But sometimes you have to know you you put your head down, Bradford, take the shine of the ball, get the singles, and just wear them out, and then you'll get your runs. But we, we don't have that, and that is going to be our downfall if we don't improve tonight. We're going to have the same problem. I can add to that, Leon. I can add to that, Leon. The biggest concern West Indies is right now psychology and mentally down for a few reasons. The mindset and the most important is the mental fitness will be the key. It will be tested in this second test. The reason for that, look at the first test. I think only the Bonner is the one who put 50-plus. Other than that, no one had a 50. Many batsmen are not able to, yeah, but, but the, then many batsmen are not able to get into double digit or play about 50 balls, and that should be the huge concern, right? So yeah. every batsman, I will say, top five or six, need to get down there and at least pitch in, in my opinion, minimum 30. If you can't make 30 or 50, let's make 30 because that will give the good enough uh, strength in building partnerships. But to do so, they need to move a little bit quicker because when you play against the spin, you have to play with the merit. What we call each ball, you have to watch carefully and move your feet accordingly to get to the ball and play on. There are some loose balls. You have to be patient and wait for the boundaries. This is what happened in India-New Zealand test. Look at the situation. New Zealand had a two spinner, but guess what happened? The majority of the wicket taken by the medium-pace baller because that's their strength. But on the same wicket, the India is rocking with the all-spinner wickets. The spinners are taking maximum wickets. So in this particular test, I will not be surprised if the Sri Lanka adds extra batsmen because they have the very good spinners who can bowl about 30 to 40 overs a day. It should not be any problem. And because of that strength and their fitness mentally in terms of bowling longer spells, I will say they might go for the extra batsmen. Another pressure comes is because of that performance. If you look at uh, last five test match, I believe Sri Lanka won most recent two tests, and before that, three were draw. When you look at West Indies, in uh, last five tests, I believe they lost four, and there was a one win in between somewhere. 
but it is not a good record to look at it and that is what the pressure comes before you get there and it's your mind is boggling because of what happened in last previous test or last series or something and that is what this batsman get under the pressure and immediately that pressure goes accelerated to the double i would say pressure because when you lose the quick wicket it's a huge impact for the remaining batsmen and that is what they need to look for in my opinion if the opening stand does not last i would say at least 20 overs the west indies is going nowhere they will not yeah. be able to play 160 overs that is what's happening in uh, many recent test matches Yes, indeed. Who else didn't come in? Anybody else? Yeah, Leon, come in. Well, as Jason mentioned here, last test match, they, at least they, they stayed for almost roughly 86 overs when they made it 230, 85 overs and one ball, 230. And in the second innings, um, almost 80 to 79 overs, which was, a, was an improvement uh, on their performance in some of, some of the test matches recently that they have played. Okay, um, on my side, I would definitely change. I've wondered why why is Shannon Gabriel, Leon touched on that already, but why would you have Shannon Gabriel in a side when he's prone to break down somewhere to, to, the, to the test match and have a, a fit? If so, but we haven't had any report contrary that Roach is not fit, right? Roach is going to be my number one. bowler he has a pattern of getting getting a, a early wicket right and and he, he you can depend on roach and even with the batting if you need if you need um, somebody to hold one end and and get runs to he value his wicket i i, I know for sure with with, with roach so i'm going to kick bring back roach um the opener um the young debutant there um i, I don't know if he'll be ready for the second Same. test so The, the, the young opener. Solazano. Solazano. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know if he, he'll be ready. And uh, and I also heard, uh, Dennis, you said you you get Chase out your side. Man, Chase is a, is a multi-talented guy. He, he, don't forget that in the first inning, he took five wickets, right? And, uh, and, and at a very, very low cost as well. And a lot of times, You, you have to look to, um, to, to Chase. He, he's looked far the better bowler than, than Warkana or, 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 um, or, or, or Jimbo, you know? Um, he, he, I know he got, he, he got the way he got out and thing, but as I said before, none of them are really outstanding away from Bonner and the Silver in the end. Well, Brassway did a thing in, in the first and he, and, um, he made a 41. But... Um, Those are, those are the changes. I, I would not touch, touch um, Chase at all. And uh, because a lot of times he's been very effective. And more, more or less we've been saying, oh, Chase will come in and with, a, with, a few, with a few overs. But uh, when we look at his record, I mean, he has taken even six wicket hauls in, in matches. It's time for us to um, start considering Chase as a full-blown all-rounder because he's doing the job. Right, so if he if he does fail with the bat uh, a few times, don't forget that he's gonna he's gonna show that he's a good fielder also, and he's gonna show show it up with his bowling as well. So as I say, I always say, oh, let's hope for the best. <laughs> I don't know who they're gonna bring that the opener. Maybe maybe they use hope this time. 
Mackenzie, what about you, Mackenzie? Have you had... Yes, I, I I looked at the in order in the first test, and it was disastrous. Why should he use Blackwood to open the innings? Why was Warrican so far up in the batting order? You know? Those no, he, he came in me, as a night watchman. He, he night came watchman. in as a night watchman just that he got old. He got old. We he came to... as a night watchman. Okay, okay. I can, I can take that. But on the other hand, the batting order the to me wasn't put together properly. And we need we need we need some we need opening batsmen. We need somebody to put at least fifty runs on the board before separation. We haven't had that for a long time. We played two spinners and they took only three wickets among them. You know? So something is wrong all along the way there. And we, we again, I look at the um, administration, and I think the administration, we need to clean house there. Because something not not going right. The guys don't seem to have the discipline to apply themselves as batsmen. Six wickets done for 18 months? No way. But it's... We want to correct you there because um, in the first innings, Chase took five wickets and Warrican took three. That's eight. Right? And in the second innings, we still, you know, we, they lost only four wickets, but, but they, they all went to the spinners, two oh, to count Cornwall and two hmm? to Warrican. So the statement is, is, we just want to correct you on that point. That the okay, point. thank you. I'll take it. Let me see if you can address a couple of things because like I just said earlier, cricket is a team sport. And the way we are going where we are going with cricket, from an administrative standpoint or even on paper, it's woeful. Back in the day we did Clive Lloyd and those guys. Bowlers bowl and batters back. Once in the blue moon a batter would hold on down there with one of the top batsmen. Give me a bowler. Recently, we specialize in a night watchman. And I can start saying, okay, we use Bess as a night watchman. He made a 95 over in England. I wish he would have made his 100. Then we go and we said, Bishu is our night watchman. We use Watch. We use Azawi Joseph. Now we are telling you, that Walken, who is not even a, a full member of this team, with nearly half an hour to go, you're telling me that you're going to take him now and make him a specialist all around us? When he maybe can't even play, play our mediocre spinners? That's a blunder that they made here. Big time. Because after he got out, you still had our regular batters coming to bat in um, the left-hander guy there, Mayers, and Holder. So when I saw that, I saw Leon in front of me. So Leon don't believe in, in Night Watchmen. So I'm here looking at this and I'm saying, if Leon is seeing this, he's turning in his grave, too early to bring in a fresh guy. Now, we had specialist fielders. Lloyd's going to be in first, the Jimmy second, Winterson third, and you got a gully man who is gone. We have a forward short leg. We have specialists, the Logies, the Ford backers. 
the Desmond Haynes, you know, the Derek Roger Harper. No, why in the world they're going to take up and take a fresh guy who maybe never feeling forward charging, the young guy, and put him to field there? That is a specialist position. Yes, and Look at the video guy. The guy didn't even know how to duck to get out of the way. He took it flush on the helmet, not even smiling up himself, turning his back or anything like that. He's not no specialist. Those coaches and captains need to vamoose. They put the guy in there in the firing line to get killed. I guarantee the guy never feel in short legs. I guarantee you. And these are the things that we have to look at. You must put people in the right places. Your, your leader, your captain, you have to know when to bowl, when to hold, when to fall. We do not know how to do these things in cricket. We just... We're we, we just doing it on the fly. And Leon, you said it right. We're going to try nine, ten opening batsmen with bat rate. Why, mm. why is it that bat rate cannot be the problem? I look he at is the problem. problem. He is the problem. I look yeah, at him he is batting the with, 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 with um, a, a makeshift opening batsman. And he's just there sucking up all the balls, can't find a gap, can't find a single. And with Blackwood batting, he likes his batting on a different wicket pushing off the ball, rotating. When he gets on there, he suck it up. That is the problem. How they can't see that up until now? And Why you don't know, you see Ivor, that? You know, Ivor, he, he knows that he can't be dropped because he's a captain. He when one he, he, he happened really before, man. England dropped yeah. a captain in the middle. Yeah. Three captains no, in the series. You, you, uh, yeah. They're not going to drop him. If, if Before the Caribbean... No, they're not going to drop him because... They gonna, mm. Do you know what they look at? They say, oh, the last opening batsman to make 100 was him. No, no, no. You cannot play cricket and pick a team like that. It's all the supporters. Mm-hmm. They cannot do that. Oh, the last yeah. opening batsman make 100 is Batman. So that is carrying him. Mm. And he makes sure he does like when, when Stuart Williams was batting and was batting with Campbell. I told Stuart Williams that Campbell always makes sure, you know what I mean? You're going to out before me. And he play for himself. I sure told me he can't play cricket like that. I told him, I said, partner, go and play for yourself. He said, no, I can't play like that. So he had to go, take his chances, and next thing, one shot too many, and he got out for 30 or 40. And then Campbell stay in there and poke around, poke around, and you're going to always say, he becomes the opening batsman. So these are the problems that we're having, Leon, and, and, and the world out there. It's happening just, from the old room. And when Leon, when when Ivor finished, finished Leon. I, I mean Ivor. No, no, cut in on me. It's okay anytime. I, I oh, 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 oh because because you said if if Leon, I know, I know we have the same. I must be turning in his grave. But uh, you said turning his grave. But you said Leon was listening. In sleep. Uh, in watching. Sleep. If he's but, not watching, yeah, sleeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So he must be turning in his, in his bed, not in his grave. He must be turning in right, his bed. Right. All right. All right. All right. Ivor, yes. yes. Horses for courses are right, but when you don't have any horses and you only have donkeys, what are you going to do? <laughs> no, no, we have horses, man. Good good have horses. Good good have horses. Trust me. You have horses. You have guys there, man. Trust me. You, you have guys there, but this guy got the captaincy by default because Holder decided, well, I'm going to come out and he win. And all of a sudden, He's the best thing since sliced bread. I'm calling here and I'm saying it now. 
Hetmeyer should be the captain of the four-day team. That guy has gone and showed us that he can win in the under-19. Go ahead and put him in the hot fire. Smith was only 22 years old for South Africa when he was captain of these guys. Out of nowhere, Smith, who started in Australia as a bowler, came out and kept in Australia successfully. We got to do these things and instilling them, listen, you are good enough. Let's stop saying the test team is a Belgian team. Now the coach trying to make it a Trinidad team. You all don't realize that. What's the play? Yeah. Yes, sure. The white ball is Trinidad and he's trying to take it away. Tell Walsh and those guys, listen here, now you are good enough. But we're taking away this portion of Belgian that was playing in, um, in, the, in the wet ball cricket. We're going to turn it into Trinidad. You see the mother Trinidad is playing now? No. I'm going to end here. I don't mind that some of the sports writers write and talk. But sometimes we have to not listen to them and maybe listen to the cricket chair. You know why Azari Jones is not playing for West Indies in the 40 cricket? Because I show out of Barbados keep on saying Azari Joseph wants to bat and he can bat but he's not taking any wickets. For crying out loud, what is our most embarrassment? Isn't it not because we're not making runs? So I'm yeah. picking Alzari Joseph to make runs. Because they're not taking no wickets. We need 20 wickets, yes. But I can't keep on somebody who you're telling me have the ambition to make one. And we can turn him into a batsman like a Steve Smith who started as a bowler. And they're keeping Alzari mm-hmm. Joseph out because he likes to bat and he wants to make runs. Wake up, people. That's the man who you want in the team. A man who won't take pride in his batting. I would pick Alzari Joseph and put him in the order. The batting holder does not want to go up in the order. I'm using this guy as my number six batsman and tell him, go and bat and make hundreds. Not keep him out. So yeah. something is wrong. And gentlemen, someone who has a bad feedback, if you can kindly help with the help with the uh, quality of the show. It's somebody's either close to a window or has some device working behind the scenes coming to you. I have a solution for that then. If they're not talking, you're on mute. And then yeah. you bring them in. So you control them. Um, so yeah. that is yeah. what I am saying here. So if help my head and take that. And I don't know if you want me to jump into it. All of a sudden, the team we have here now that you just announced, Liam, with the white ball cricket. A man who maybe never kept in a canoe supposed to come now and be our vice captain of the white ball cricket. Because what? I can call him. Mr. Wally said, oh, I would make Hope the captain of the white ball. So they make him vice captain. So you, 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 you invested in, 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 um, in Powell from Jamaica already in the white ball. They would have already Rob done Man Powell. that. Mm-hmm. Rob Rob Powell, yes. Right? Okay. Mm. So but you don't want him as the captain anymore. But One more thing. Mm-hmm. What happened to Blackwood, who is our vice captain in test cricket? Who does they play his cricket like one day cricket? Can we just put that responsibility upon him and say, you go and be in the white ball cricket in 60 overs? Because sometimes we only bat 80 overs. So if you're playing 50 overs, why can't he play in the 50 overs when the whole team playing 80 overs? And be either the vice captain going on to be the captain. You invest in him as the cap the vice captain in the in the in the red ball. Who plays cricket? He says match cricket. Like one day. 
Why are we going to hope? No, we're supposed to get rid of, of thing because I don't think that if you would have moved the needle anyway. So why not tell Blackwood, come on over? Why not do that? I, I, I think I think before before we bring in um okay, I think I think um Pollard smelled 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 something, you know. Normally he would have gone to the T10 group, wait a minute. But you notice he's not going. He wanna make sure that he, he, he holds on and they see what he can do in, in um, Pakistan. Um Mr. Kenneth, you ahead. Yeah, I, I I just wanted to um, touch on what um, Ivor was saying, and of course, earlier we mentioned the West Indian players in England. We had five West Indian players in English county cricket last this past summer, and of the five, none of them really established themselves with the opportunities that they had. So I doubt very much if they're going to get back there. And uh, Alzari Joseph was one who was in England. And of course, I think he should be given the opportunity for the West Indies. But he was in England playing for a county side and he failed to produce either with bat or ball. So the question of his, um, do we say skills, is still out there blowing in the wind. Now, the other question that we've dealt with in the past is this regionalization of team picks. We have a certain set segment of our Caribbean population saying, well, you know, why don't we have a team from, you know, Barbados or Jamaica or Guyana? We in the past have picked teams on the abilities of the players, not whether they are from a certain or a particular country. So we have to get back to that situation where we're picking teams on merits. We're picking teams on performances. We're picking teams on people who are prepared to go out there and throw themselves there. Now we come to the last group of players picked by the West Indies to go out to Pakistan. We had, what, five players saying they're not available? Why aren't they available? Don't they have contracts with team with Cricket West Indies? Why do they get this opportunity to pick and choose? This type of performance and behavior, I think, is being disrespectful, not just to the West Indian team itself, but to Caribbean people. And we should remove this sort of element of, is it favoritism? I'm not even sure if it's favoritism. Well, whatever it is. It is not right, it is not good, and it is not doing West Indies cricket much good. And the final point I have is putting uh, Solazanzo at Silly Mid on. Now, if, it, if we notice those who watched that match, we saw that the uh, short mid-off and Silly Mid-on fielders on the Sri Lankan side, they took a lot of bashing because balls were getting into their stomach into their groin and areas. So that particular position is really a very dangerous position and it does call for specialization if we insist on using it. But for my book, I would certainly outlaw that particular position. For the, why do we have to wait for somebody to get killed in that spot before we say, 
it is no longer allowed. Let's be real. Ban that position. Back to you, Leon. Yeah, one more comment on this subject, and then we bring in Simon, and then we take up a question by Ren. Come on. Come on. Anyone want to finalize this discussion? Anyone want to have the final thoughts? Let me see if Virgil is muted. Someone is. No one else want to finalize, come in with a final comment? Simon, why didn't what you come right in then, Simon? Give us. Okay, Mr. President, I'm very happy to. And I say good evening to you, Mr. President, and Dennis, good evening. Cardinal, oddly, good evening to you. And Virgil, good evening to you, Mr. Patel, Jatna. Ivo, good evening to you, Mr. McKenzie. I didn't hear your voice yet, but I hope you're listening. Good evening to you. Hope everyone had a wonderful week. Hope they enjoyed their Thanksgiving, had enough turkey to eat, and the rest of it. We're waiting for the next big dinner would be Christmas time. Hope everyone is well and family. I want everyone to be safe now. Going into the new year, this new virus, I want everybody to be safe. We don't want to have any sick members here, family, everybody to be safe. Can you hold your thoughts there? Because we have a guest with us, Mr. Ren Padua. He hears your voice every week. Okay. And he's in, in person on our show this evening. And you, I want you to greet him with the greetings that you always give our, our listeners. Mr. Renford Doerr. Um, and a very good evening to you. And um, happy to have you on the show with us. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And looking forward to have a wonderful Christmas. And a happy new year with you and your family. And be safe. Welcome to our show. Thank you very much, Simon. Um, I'm sure you would know, like all the others, that um I'm, I'm always frequenting the show. Um, the show is on a radio station that I'm very closely associated with, 2020 Vision Radio in Nevis. I just happen to be in Florida spending some time with Ivor. That's very good. Okay. Simon, you have a question for the panelists. Why don't you give us? I do have a question for the panelists and the listeners as well. Okay. Question for tonight, 28th of uh, November. Um, could you name me the, the bowler who took 10 wickets for 53 runs? Name of that bowler. He has the world record, taking 10 wickets for 53 runs in one innings in a test. Tell me his name. Tell me which country he's from. And for bonus points, in what year he achieved that feat. I'm going to repeat it. The question is, we have a player who has the world record of taking 10 wickets for 53 runs in one innings in a test. I'd like you to tell me his name and which country he came from and for bonus points in what year he achieved that feat. So Jim, we have Laker, to... England. Jim Laker, England, 1956. Okay. Let's go through the panel. And and oddly, let, let me tell it, and there's also a second one that joined him, Anil Kumli from India also got 10 wickets okay. in, in a test match. In one innings, one innings. And, and, yeah, yes, he got 10 wickets yes, in one, one innings, innings also. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I, I, just I, Patel I also won. one innings. Okay, uh, let's go down so, the panel. Let's hear what Ivor has to say. Well, I'll count the name. is not Jim Laker. It's Jimmy Laker. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Virgil? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think Leon. Um, right. Leon had everything right. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Kumli. In the 50s, yeah. India. Kumli's one. Yeah, one of two. Yeah. India. Oh, yes. two. Uh, can can get the next one. Uh, well, everybody, Ren, do you like want to make a try? I'll go with Kumble. Kumble, No, 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 no. And, and what, what year? And what country? Ren, prepare yourself to ask Simon a question first, please. Okay. Any, Simon, why don't you reveal You want me to go ahead? You want me yeah, to go ahead? ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. It's go a ahead. Jim Laker. Uh-huh. Yes, Australia. Laker for me too. I believe it's 1956. After that, Jasu Patel did it against New Zealand in India, but was not for 63 runs. Mm-hmm. Anil Kumble did it against Pakistan, but that was for 74 runs, not the 63 yeah. runs in inning. And 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 uh, by the way, Laker took 19 wickets in that match. Tony Lap got the other yep. wicket. Yep. Yeah. And answer, Simon. Answer. Uh, Give us your answer from the book. Uh, and and just a reminder, just a reminder that we're in the Lawrence Yagaro hour from eight to nine. It's the Lawrence Yagaro hour, so we're in the Lawrence Yagaro hour. Understand? Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Simon. Give us your answer. And uh, Ren has a question for you quickly. Simon, come on, give us your answer. Simon once, Simon twice. Look like he's on mute. <laughs> he has fallen off. He has fallen off. I hope he gets back in. He'll come back, man. Okay. All right. He's not with yeah, Looks yes, like um, Simon in, went in, for in, the book. In the, in the meantime, let me make a remark here. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, it he, comes to um, when it comes to um, at my. Um, um, Simon is back. Simon, come on. Come on. Yes, okay, because I couldn't hear you for a while. Okay, the answer is Jim Laker played for yes, England. That's right. And he took 10 for 53 in one innings against Australia in 1956. So, gentlemen, okay. you were right on, right on target. That's why we come on the show. Learn so much from each other, especially you men who know the game so well. Okay, I'm ready for my question, Mr. President. Jim, Mr. Joe has a question for you. Come on, okay. Mr. Give him a question. Uh, yeah. yeah, you kind of put me on the spot there, but... Um, yeah, well, I just keep on the back pocket. <laughs> yeah, give me a hard question. Like how many players on a team? Yeah. Uh, no. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask a very, very hard question. A very, very hard question. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm going to ask the panelists to help you. That's how okay. hard it is. Okay. Tell me when did the cricket show start broadcasting on 2020 Vision? When did the cricket show start? <laughs> when did the cricket show start? We'll start broadcasting on 2020 Vision Radio out of Nevis. Okay. I'll give you a broad guess just off my head now. No, 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 no you can't. Say, yes, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess uh, 2018. 2018. 
Ren, we always give him three chances. Uh, three. So yeah, if he's wrong, tell him he's wrong. Uh, he has oh. two more. Okay, you're wrong, Simon. So try again. Okay. <laughs> the twenty. On a, I said twenty twelve. You're wrong again. And I'll go for my last chance now and say twenty twenty. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's 2020 yep. vision, so it's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's right on your own. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you I had my three chances. Yes, uh, no, That was very fair. You gave me a fair chance. Mr. McKenzie, okay. you want to help him? McKenzie, do you want to help him? I don't, I don't think it'd be fair to ask Mr. McKenzie. Well, he, no, I want to wake him up. That's why I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, might guess, he might guess right. Very about Virgil. Okay. Okay, Virgil, you you guess a time and see if you're right. Me? Somewhere mm-hmm. between 2010 and 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Virgil, that's the broad. That's the broad Virgil. Get to narrow it down. <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Audley? How about you, Audley? Why don't you? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get 2014. 2014. More like that to me too. Iva, you remember? Is that in the books, Iva? Yeah. Iva, is it in the books? In the book? No, 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 no. Is that in the books? No. Can you remember, Iva? Come on, I don't give remember. Yeah, neither me, but I know it's somewhere about two, fourteen, two sixteen. Two sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About two. All, All right. So now you know. Now you know. No. Okay. Know. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that question. Now I'll have to file it in Five. my. I got asked for next, next year. Ask me again. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. I have to file it away. Five one. Okay. When. Ren, you had a question for the panelists. Why don't you repeat it again so they all can hear what you were saying? No, I was asking the, the, the panelists to help to help Simon. No, no, the, no. the question the question that was before yeah. when 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 we asked to come So we have to make it. The question was in reference to whether or not we think um, the West Indian cricketers are better off not having the experience of playing, you know, in different territories. I think. Um, Somebody addressed that already. Dennis. Cardinal. Mm-hmm. And Ivo. Okay. No, Cardinal, really. I thought you, you, you had spoken about... Okay. No, I can answer. It's not necessary to be going to these countries because there's something that you call a bowling machine. You see, for these batsmen, you can set it to whatever weather, whatever height, bounces, speed, whatever you want. Swing, whatever. So you don't have to go no place. And now you have a video and every cricketer, you can slow it down, slow motion. You can see what a guy do. You can see facial expression. You can see signals to a keeper. You can see whatever. If this is your profession, I think then it's safe. You got to take pride in your work. You know, you're going to Sri Lanka. You can study every single bowler because they're out there. The pitches, they're always pitch reports. Captain is supposed to know in this match, we know the pass score is such and such. We know the new ball take 
10 wickets. All we know the new ball don't take no wickets, you know. These guys have to put pride in their work. You don't yes. have to go to England. Yes. The world is in your hands on a computer. Mm-hmm. At the stroke of a finger hitting something, you can know. You can even if the crowd is boisterous, you can know if rain come next year this time. They don't have to go no place. Okay, my, I have so my question. Here. My, my question mm-hmm. is on the backdrop, right? That commentators normally say, okay, this particular guy is playing on the field where his club practices, so he's very familiar with the conditions. Is that relevant or not? No, I don't think so. It comes to something, but it is not the ultimate. You right. might feel, for instance, to answer your question, let me put it this way. You feel more comfortable sleeping in your bed as opposed yes. to going in somebody's bed and sleep. But you're still in a bed. And you still sleep. It's a mind thing. It's a mind thing. Yes. That's okay. what it is. Ren, let me ask you, let me ask yeah, you a question, Ren. Yeah, Ren. Um, when last... Okay. When last... Go ahead. Bridget. I know you want to ask the question, but we have a limited time. I want to get you three questions before we close. Uh, is it a short one? Because I, I want to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, no, just the same thing about going to the country. When last West Indies win one tour home, when they're playing home, because these other countries doesn't come to the West Indies. Play, <laughs> so it doesn't make no sense whatsoever, you know, because they can't win nothing at home neither. They beat, they beat, they beat Australia at home. Remember we gave them 4-1? Don't you remember who beat no, how, how long how long ago that was? How long ago? No, I, I, no, no, I'm not talking when we used to have cricketers. That was that's when we got cricketers. <laughs> oh, we we wanna see that home last year, oddly. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah. <laughs> who we played again? Yeah. Australia. A second team, they say. Second eleven. A second eleven. T20 and. Oh, you know the second eleven. Yes. That wasn't, that wasn't test live. cricket, by the way. That wasn't test. That was ODIs and T20s. ODIs and T20. You were talking yeah. about test cricket. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, to, to some of our cricketers now, like, you guys watch Gunsmoke. I love watching classic movies because they don't have anything where you have to turn the TV. But those, 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 um, those Gunsmoke and the, the other guys who would be riding a horse and... And Festus would, would always be on his mule. So, you know, when they are gone, Festus is bringing up the rear with his mule. And, <laughs> and that, that's what's happened to West Indies right now. The yeah. other guys are on horses, uh, and, and we seem to be, be on a mule bringing up the rear. Okay, gentlemen, yeah, but... who, who would we drop for the West Indies um, second test match? Or whom, what team would we put on field tonight or tomorrow, as the case may be? And the toss is being spun. Who, which, can you uh, two Leon, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go first. I mean, go ahead. my in, I will take Seals, and I will give Roach a shot and Permal a shot. And I'm sorry, but Hope is out, Chase is out, and Gabriel is out. That is my changes for this test tomorrow. So you have three spinners. You have Warwick and you have Cornwall and Permal. So, yeah. see if anybody else agrees with you. Go ahead. Anyone else want to come in? Uh, my, my, two cha- my two changes would definitely be Roach coming in. And, um, for who? For whom? For, for Gabriel. Okay. Oh, yes. uh, and, 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 and we, the openers, no, the, the problem is the opener because I'm, um, formerly, as I, I mentioned earlier in the program, formerly we, we have three openers. 
Right now, now we have just two, and 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 a, and a makeshift opener. So it, it, it's going to be a problem. Well, we just have to go along with hope. So, hope so I say go along with hope. One thing for sure is get. Hope does not want say? to open. I heard from reliable sources he doesn't want to open. So I don't know. Well, you have, you'll have to give you'll have, you'll have to give it to the captain and the vice captain. Then <laughs> I mean, what, what is he going to do? But it, it, it shouldn't be a choice. It shouldn't be a choice when 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 the situation arises. You know, I don't know what you prefer. Have to stand down to what the team really wants. What's best for the team? Yes. Okay. Anybody else want to come in? I um I have a cardinal. Um, you you say what's best for the team, but it's not that is not best for the team because if I'm a number five Batman, you can't put me up in the order and tell me to go open. I mean, you, just like you want most of the time you didn't do that is to get rid of somebody, and most every time you see somebody going to West in this team, they're not an open bat, and they put them to open bat, and what happened to them? They just disappear. But Virgil, 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 I'm just speaking in light of the situation we have right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't have a second, a regular second open batsman. Yeah, but they, they should have brought in open bats for, for, for this situation. I know, could have, but it, it, that's yeah. not the situation right now. Anybody has any suggestions? Yeah, yeah, well, I think it's unfair to change the team after just one match. So I'm playing the same team. Anybody no, else? Time to, time to clean house, uh, you know, throw all them out and bring in. I'm not yeah. a fan. I'm not a fan of Gabriel, to be honest, and I'm not a fan of um, the opener, Brad Pitt. But anyway, he's gonna play, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, bring in the young boy Seal, and I may, I'm tempted to make the silver open with with, with Brad Pitt, and um, yes, and uh, bad hope down. May just happen. So may just happen. That's, that's my feeling. That's my feeling. Yep. You said it. You said it's silver. Yeah, the silver. Yeah, yeah. The, in in what in a test match? How how one they talking about? Yeah. Test. We're, we're no, discussing you want, the second no, no, test version. No, no, but I I think you want to kill that guy because if if you spend a whole day keeping plus a day and a half, and then the team out and yeah, then you have to go in there to bend your back again and open. No, I think no, I think that's too much work for him. It's too much work for him, right? But yeah, too much work. Too much work. Let's turn his back. It's, it it's under precedent because we have had wicket keepers who have, who have been opening oh. for the team. And one day, one day, one day, one day, one day cricket. One no, day cricket, one, one day, day cricket to have that. No, Gil, Gil Krish has been open for, for Australia. We have, we have. In one, one day. day. No, no, one, one day. One day for Gil Krish. Gil Krish, okay, okay, sorry. Test match is like five or six baht, yeah. Situation. But that, that's only my suggestion. Who, anybody else? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. 
go ahead. Anybody else? Let's move on quickly, guys. We come on time quickly. Anybody else? No, no. Let's touch the situation with Michael Vaughn and the racism in Yorkshire. And also, can you also give us your comments on the India versus New Zealand test match? I, I just give the scores: India three forty-five and two thirty four for seven. New Zealand two ninety-six and four for one. At one stage in the second innings, India were 51 for five, and they revived that to 234. And word out is that the LBW that was given by on the young opener for, for New Zealand was outrageous. It's one of the worst. worst young. 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 Yeah, the ball was about nearly a foot wide of the leg stump. And the umpire wow. put his fingers up and... Not only that, the guy was so, I mean, frightened, I was scared. He didn't realize the clock was running out. <laughs> and he, he was refuser um, a referral because time ran out. Clearly wow. showed that the ball was wide of the legs. Wide, wide, wide. Big, big. One of the worst decisions, but it happens in Christian cricket. Who, who wants to go I first? Would call it, I would call mm. it on a broad. That was a broad, not just wide, it was broad. <laughs> Who, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Time is on us. Come on, Dennis. Come on, Dennis. Okay. You have a, you talk, oh, yeah, yeah. You talk well, on the internet. This, 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 this business with uh, the racism in Yorkshire cricket, I mean, it was raised several months ago. And, of course, we had um, an inquiry from Yorkshire grudgingly, and of course they got the results. They sat on it and refused to do anything. Full credit to Mr. Assi um, that he pushed and pushed, and eventually the whole bag broke. And so now we're hearing of um, not just commentators such as Michael Vaughan being relieved of their position, but we're also hearing of sponsors leaving Yorkshire and also now the English County Cricket the English and Wales Cricket Board has sanctioned Yorkshire to the point where they have refused to give them any um, matches being played in their location as a result of this so this is very very serious and I know Michael Vaughan is protesting then called false accusation that Asim Rafiq has claimed, but there are sufficient evidence to suggest that, yes, where there's smoke, there is indeed fire, and I understand that racism is wearing its ugly head in other county county teams at the moment, so thankfully, it's coming to the head, but shamefully, it's been there all along. That's my input. Okay, anybody else want to touch the racism? Okay. Um, yes, we, we we remember Sir Richard Richardson was wasn't it Yorkshire that he played for? He was the first um, non-Yorkshire yeah. man. And no, we we interviewed. Dolka played him before. Played before. Like one. Dolka was there before him. I. Oh, I oh okay. Tindolka, yeah, but he but it, well, he was one of the early ones, right? And. Um, I'm not saying it, it didn't happen, but um, his experience um, seems because we asked him, and he told us that his experience was 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 nothing but good. He didn't he, he did not face any sort of racism and, and stuff like that. So his experience was different. 
but um to to, to eat individually you, you know um you can have some other reaction come from people and other, other remarks being passed around when you are other person there but um yes we're supposed to get to the bottom of it and it's going on but um we got to watch what what we're saying on what we're doing because as it turns out now um you know everything on social media you you, you can go back and you say t-h-e and um they dig back to <laughs> before you're born right yeah. he, he cry he cries when he was five years old for his breakfast or or his bottle or whatever and <laughs> now it comes up now that the same cricketer that accused um, Vaughn and others of racism, that he has to apologize now because he he made some anti-Semitic um, remarks and, and thing, you know, because you, you know how it is with um, the Jews and, this and, and the Hindus and whatever, um, Palestinians. And that is what's happening now because he has to apologize now. Because while be, while accusing others of doing it, he himself was was posting other things that, uh, about other people. So, as the Bible says, you know, you, you dig dig one hole, you better dig two. Because one for yourself, one one for the other one. Yeah. Anybody, anybody else want to talk about the racism in, in England and Yorkshire in particular? Yeah. In ECB, they have put up a twelve point twelve point program to tackle the situation. The English cricket board. And Cardinal, you're coming in, Cardinal. Come on in. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming in. Now, I, I, I'm almost nauseated by the fact that people respond to react to incidents and individual behavior in addressing racism. Mm-hmm. Racism is a culture. And I am not going to say it's rearing its ugly head. It's, it has been there. Mm-hmm. It has always been there. And it's not... It, it got to a point where we pretended that we didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So when something explodes, then we react. But the, 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 like I said, the problem I have is the problem of attacking individuals, reacting to individuals and incidents, rather than addressing racism as a cultural norm. It exists in England. No, no black man has ever been to England and not experienced racism. It's either he's ignorant of it or don't know what racism is. No black man has ever been to any white country in Europe or North America, and has not experienced racism. It's either he is ignorant of it, or don't know what racism is. So, when we're going to talk about addressing racism, it is pointless to come to, to, to react. You cannot, you do not have enough reaction to respond to every single situation. So you attack it as a culture. You attack it as a system. You don't jump over, um, what's his name, Quinton Dicap case because he refused to, to kneel at, at, a, at an event. It's Holland, France, Britain, Germany to address the cultural 
psychological implications of racism in their country. Not just Yorkshire. It's been there all the time. It has been there and it continues to be there. But we, we got to the point of pretending that we don't see it. And when it expresses itself in a way that makes us uncomfortable, then we jump up and we act and pretend to say, we're going to march or we want to do something. The time to do something is always, because it has always been there. It has been there ever since the time, the 15th century, when a group of invaders, I shouldn't, say, I shouldn't even say the 15th century, I should say the 11th century, 1092, when a group of invaders left Europe and spread themselves across the world. And it has been there ever since, destroying lives of people who are designated to be lesser people, less than human, inferior, and all that kind of stuff. You know, we, we, we witnessed the, 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 the closing arguments in a, in a case in the United States just in the past week when this woman decided to dehumanize the victim by talking about how he wasn't wearing socks and, and, and describing him as he was as though he were uh, some kind of a, a animal. You know? So if we don't address it in its systemic format, we are wasting time talking about it in its individual expression. That's my thought. It's the we that I'm concerned about there, um, Cardinal. You say we. When you say we, exactly whom are you pointing the finger at? Because remember, I, I grew up in London, and I experienced the racism. We protested against it, but the changes had to come from the other side. The other side had to recognize and accept it. And I think this is why I'm asking you, who exactly are you pointing the finger at when you say we should recognize, we should accept, we should change? I say we who recognize it, we who are its victims, and we who are its perpetrators. Right. We have to recognize it. Because what you have here, too, is a case where the people who are the victims of racism usually embrace it because what? They get a token. They get a leg up. And so they become its agents. Okay? Or they sit quietly to avoid something or to get some kind of benefit. Okay? So, yes, we. So that's not, what they call it, Stockholm Syndrome. We, the victims, have Stockholm to do syndrome. our part so that we do not become its agents. We are but already its victims. The, 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 people, the sellouts, for want of a better word that you're talking about, is not usually the people who are being discriminated against. It is usually one or two individuals who get themselves in a position of some influence and then they sell out rather than and leave the bulk of the people who are facing discrimination in the gutter. Yes, I agree in part, but you have, you know, your fingers being pointed at perhaps the wrong group of people rather than the actual party that's concerned there, um, Cardinal. 
Let me say it this way. Anyone else? Let me say it this way. Racism is a mechanism of oppression. Yes. And in every system of oppression, it implicates the mental and psychological disposition of the oppressor and the mental and psychological disposition of the oppressed. A system of oppression does not survive except with the complicity of the oppressed. So we have our own, we the victims of racism have a role to play in ensuring that the system is dismantled and, and, just, and stop reacting to specific incidents. We don't have enough energy to respond to every single incident. With respect so we got to take a, a comprehensive approach to dismantling it. Cardinal, with respect, you have to recognize that even today, minorities are fighting for justice. But because the majority have the power, such as the way the Republicans will, in this country, manipulate, gerrymander the boundaries to prevent it. The, the, the way we have a black Republican put in charge of negotiating the, the uh, justice, you know, for um, th- that justice bill that they're describing. The Democrats have put forward proposal and we have one black Republican. You notice who they put to negotiate this. And of course, what's happening? He does not see the racism and the injustice that's meeting out to, to, to minorities. And so, yes, somebody is to blame, but you have to point the finger at the way. It's not the whole, Cardinal. I disagree with you. It's not the whole that's accepting it because we are fighting it. But we, are, we do not have the power and the strength because the way the system is structured, we get the short end all the time. Back to you, Leon. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to turn into politics, but I don't want to turn into politics, but both parties use gerrymandering. Not just one. Both parties do that. Let's not go into politics. On that note, can, can I just make an announcement here because I forgot and I just want to just bring to the panelists uh, knowledge that we have received a number of copies of Mr. Michael Chambers' book. goes by the name of oh. Winning Strokes. And uh, we have a copy for each member of the panel, panel. And, of course, we will have one to be presented to, to Ren as well. So I uh, just put it in the mail. So, host, we just want to thank Mr. Michael Chambers. You know, we had him here on earlier this year as our panelist. And he is obviously the Hall of Fame. The president of the Hall of Fame, or he is the CEO of the Hall of Fame? I think he's founder. Founder, maybe president, founder. too. He's uh, is a founder and chairman as well as president. Yes. Yeah. As president. And, and these books were made possible, sent to us by, by Jatin Patel. And of course, each and every member, I'll make sure that they get a copy. We raffled some the week before, some weeks before, but those who haven't got, gotten one, will, I will make sure that they get a copy. So we want to thank Mr. Chambers for it, and we appreciate is giving us a copy of this book because I keep this book close by to me and I read it occasionally. I read it twice and I look, think I'll just go and go. It's the winning stroke. 
Virgil, winning strokes. You love it. I'm going to send a copy for you or anybody else who has not gotten one. No, gentlemen, let's Thank you very out. much, Leon. Yeah. Um, I can add something about this book. This book is not just a book. If anyone wants to go step ahead and wants to certify as a trainer, there is an open book test you can take. You need to contact Mr. Chambers to make that arrangement, but there is an open book test you can take. And once you submit the test, once you pass, you can get the certificate from Cricket Hall of Fame on this mindfulness, which yeah, is a good to have it, because that way at least you know for sure that you have mastered the skills about this mindset and what it takes to get that greatness for the success. Yeah, thank you for that explanation there. It's good. And I will definitely try my utmost to see if I have the knowledge to take a test again. And do it, guys. <laughs> I like, remember, I like... remember, it's open book. As I said, it's open book. And let me tell you, let me tell you, uh, honestly speaking, when Mr. Chambers gave me this book three years back, I just jump into, and I do a lot of uh, sports coaching, and I have so many certificates. <laughs> so I just reviewed it and jump into the conclusion, give it a test, a try, and I end up with the 97 out of 100. Mystery. Oh, right. oh, so Mr. Good. Chambers come back and, what you did? I said, well, I read it, and what I think, I just put it on it, and they say, you missed three of those because of the spelling. <laughs> so then I was uh, like, uh, concerned him, like, is it an English test? Is it a grammar test? This is supposed to be the mindfulness and mindset. Why are we going that? And eventually I got convinced there is also a test. How focused you are, how much concentration you're giving this to your book, looking into the every word to make sure that it's spelled right. That's a part of the exam. Okay. And make sure that you guys get a copy as soon as possible. Yeah, it costs a little bit. I just pay the cost for it. So, gentlemen, any other thoughts? But before we go, we're going to take on New Zealand. is playing uh, India in India. Scores in that match is that India scored 345 and 234 for 7. New Zealand 296 and 4 for 1. And that stumps at the end of day four. Day four. Day four. Go ahead, Jatin. I know you have a lot to say on that. Uh, India. Well, this will be over. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting this will be over by T because this is the turning track from day one. It had only one bounce and keeping low from very first ball, I will say. It is a difficult time we've seen on uh, third day when New Zealand was batting. Indian spinners are rocking them. So now batting on day five, it's a very complicated. And I believe the Indian think tank, including Rahul Dravid as a coach, smart heads, they are not uh, taking a risk by declaring these at 234 for seven. They have properly calculated this pitch and giving extra time New Zealanders to settle down on the wicket. It will be very difficult to score runs for sure, but to read the line with the spinning balls and the cracks are already there on the wicket and the uneven bounds. So it's going to be complicated. So I will say most likely India is taking before T. You are not going in the third session. 
Anybody else want to comment on this particular match, the outcome? Well, well go ahead, Audley. I'll come uh, we, we, we noticed that we noticed that Aksa Patel is yes. back in 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 the running. You know, I mean, I, I think it's the same, um, just like what he did with the Englishmen. Um, they're they're playing playing for for the turn, and those ball, you know, some of them, those particular ball that he bowled, just continue straight, and um, he's back to his back of his bag of tricks, and of, of course, um, Ashwin. Ashwin is there. He's he's gonna always be among the wickets. So uh, I, I joined Mr. Pet, Mr. Patel, and you know, India's my second team, and I, I, I'll be very shocked and disappointed if India should ever lose this match. And I joined Mr. Patel. It will be over by right team. Yes, indeed. You, you guys noticed something? India have included Axel and uh, of course um, the Jadeja and, and and Ashwin, yeah. Ashwin, three spinners. And you see what happened with Ashwin? Ashwin has five test centuries, but you know that that, should, that gives him an opportunity to be fighting for his place too, you know, because he can be dropped. And those guys have put in some price on their wicket. Because Axel, he he's batting well too. And of course, you know, Jadeja, he, he did well in, in making it. Oh, yeah. In, in, so those three spinners are fighting, and that's a good, good sign for India. They, they, they know they're gonna get production out of these three spinners. So, that's, so that that's all three could be considered as all-rounders. All three could be considered all, as, uh, as all-rounders. Yeah. They're not in India as so There's no, there are no rabbits at all, at all in Indian side. Any other po- any other ones want to say anything on uh, the matter? Well, Leon, you know, the one thing that's noticeable about the Indian batting is that they seem to have a very long, is it long tail? Because everybody who comes in from the opening pair, but all the way through, ends that total of 300 plus. And of course, in the second innings, we know that the, the early order batsmen failed. But we had from the middle down to the tail, all wagged, and we end up with 200-plus in the second inning. This is the kind of application, dedication, and spirit that we see that is so totally lacking in West Indies batting and West Indies team. It's quite likely that uh, India might win this because of the spin attack that they have on a fourth day. But nonetheless, I think New Zealand can still you know, bat for the rest of the day and come out with a draw rather than a win. Yeah, back to you. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you say something about uh, about India's long tail. I, I I wouldn't use the term long tail. I would say yeah. they have a short tail <laughs> because all, all those guys, are, as I mentioned before, um, they, are, they, they are all-rounders. Jadeja, um, Ashwin, and Akhtar is, is a very capable all-rounder himself. And Shaha, of course, wicked to the batsman. So I'm... Um, I, I would say the tail is very short. I would say they have a long tail. I would say they have a very short tail. They have a good, good all-round no, tail. I accept that. Yeah. yeah. They don't have a virtual hat-trick type um, tail. You know, so these guys can bat, you know. You know, the wicked keeper, you know, Saha, he, mm-hmm. he, make a few, he made a few in the first innings, and um, this, the second innings he, he made up because he is, his, his place is, 
it is not secure. So no, Pant has that. Pant no. that has. Uh, so he Star has made sixty one, not out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think, think about Leon. Leon, think about the India strength. Remember the Australia. They put together almost twenty players because of the injuries, and even the spinner like Washington Sundar can come out and bat and win the game for you. They had a Sardul Thakur as an all-rounder when the front-line bowlers mm-hmm. got injured. He came out and he put a couple of half-centuries and uh, let the India win. Right? Yeah, then it came the Siraj. Anyone in this yeah. particular test match, if you look at Bumrah is not there, Sami is not there, Kumar is not there, Virat Kohli is not there. L- look at the all-front-line is missing and they're still doing great. I will say, if you look at the roster of 30 contracted players in India, the 30 players who got the full contract, they are capable on any given day for the international test match. I agree with you. One final comment is on Cummins being named captain of the Australian team and um, the former Captain Smith has been appointed his deputy. What uh, what the panelists feel about that um, injection or that change in the... We, we knew the story about Payne. Payne was, was not slapped, but he stepped down because of revelation about something that went on before. And the board didn't do anything about it. They found that it was okay. His local board. Yeah, local board didn't do anything about it and let him play. And it, it now got public. And Australia Cricket Board uh, seemed to have put the pressure on him and he decided to step down. Any comments on the captaincy, the change of captaincy and the, the re, re instatement of, of Steve Smith into management? Anybody wants to come in? Uh, uh, it, it's, it's, just a, it's just a matter of time before Steve Smith is the captain again. Just a matter of time and um you know we, we know what happened he took his suspension and 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 and, and as i mentioned oftentimes here yeah, I, I believe in redemption i believe people can be changed and um sometimes the best person to put in certain position is people who have been through situations where they have been shamed publicly and they give none other give none other chance it's the best person in the world if you if you if you want if you want your your class to be to be quiet just just give a bully uh the the, the authority say so you keep class until i come back and everything will be, you know you have to know to use people and i'm not saying he is a bully but what have happened to him in in the past as i said and um he he, he learned I, I think he learned his lesson well so I, I, I wouldn't have it against him for him to be named captain. The first, first pace bowler to be named as captain of, the, of Australia for, uh, I, I think, over 60 years or something like that. Um, I got a little glimpse of it, but I didn't get the whole story. <coughs> I don't think he... I don't think he since Richie huh? since Richie Beno. Since Richie Beno. He's, right, right. So, 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 he, so he, he's not going to... You know, the fast bowler where he feels anything, he's not going to feel in the slip. So I don't think that's going to stay there for long, but it's just a temporary situation, I believe. <coughs> that's before my opinion. I go, and before I go, I can leave this. Gail has been, at least it is, uh, the Western Cricket Board has given 
at least going to dedicate a match to send off Gale. What are the what do panelists feel about that? His being given a match to play a match at the final, the final farewell scale. Can anybody? Well, have the West Indies done this in the past for anybody else? Not no. I don't think so. So why is Gale, why is Gale getting this treatment? This is the kind of, you know, dare I call it favoritism that puts us in the position we're in, where you can get five players telling the board, although I have a contract with you, I'm not available to go on tour. This has to stop. It is nonsense. Back to you, Leo. Anybody else? Want question, to say? question, question. Yes. When you say the match, an international match or some friendly? Yes, international, international match. When Ireland comes to match. Caribbean, Gail is going to be included in the level, and that will be his farewell match. Oh. He That's the match he said he wants to play in Jamaica? In Jamaica. Yes. He said he wants to end his career in Jamaica. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the West Coast. Pampering to the end has, degree. Has, uh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. Gail no. is still a member. I, I would have had a problem if they bring somebody back out of retirement to do that. No. Gail is still an active player. And I'm not blaming no one man for the team losing either. Mm-hmm. As in Gail K, so if if that can be done, fine. Because too many of our heroes who would have served us well in the past would have been um, left in the over the years. So if they're gonna start this, I hope they keep it up. I don't like how Shanna Paul went. I don't like how V Richard went. I I, I really don't. I don't, I don't like John, so. a whole lot of them. Yeah, whole lot of them. Yeah, those are those guys. So. I don't see nothing nothing wrong with this. The only thing is wrong is that Gail Gail may have demanded it. Um, I hope it should have been requested secretly instead of he just openly say. So it seems as if he demanded that. But doing that and he gets a send off, let's hopefully with a victory and he can end up making some runs. I'll go for that. In any 20 world team you pick, you are going to pick Gail. Yes, Gail has paid his dues on the world scene as an entertainer. Iva, question to you. Question to you, Iva. Iva, West Indies Indies ladies won the championship at the World Cup. West Indies now under 19 won the championship. West Indies senior team won the championship. Don't you think that these teams deserve to be be, uh, glorified, to be honored to? Yes. I've said it all the time. And, and that's why I, I like Kamwan because these are the kind of things that I think that Kamwan would have been looking after. He tried to look after. Even cricketers gone past. I think Kamwan was headed to where he the Tobuses and those guys who are struggling Cameron. now who would have served within his cricket would have been able to get something. When Kamwan wanted a send-off, the, the selectors they say he's passing his place. So that's what I heard. I don't know if but I think oh. it was a, when Cameron wanted to send off Sander Paul, the selectors say well, he's passing his place. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. That's what I'm saying. So I think that Cameron was good for West Indies cricket. So the selectors, then they should have sacked them right there. Sander Paul should have got his send off. I believe he did enough for West Indies cricket and made a name for himself. And when the president would have suggested that, they should have honored it. 
because he's not taken away from the team, Sandoval was still active. And now you can come back and bring people out of retirement who went into retirement because of administration. And you bring him back out because a new administration came into being. To me, that is wrong. Administration is like government. They are continuous. You can ask number one administration, and when, it, when you get voted out and the next one coming, you come back and say, well, I'll come and play under your presidency and under your administration. And I'll end here, Liam. I don't know how yeah, I've right, heard it. The let, vice president would have snubbed Anna Show in Barbados, and I think he was wrong for that. Trying to yeah. avoid questions and answering and saying straight up. I hope that you guys would have heard it. And that's I not heard. the way for West Indies cricket to go. That was definitely wrong. And we need to, right. we need to address no, that at some stage. Not, not, no, no, oh, I have one. Let, let me do just one thing, Leah Leon. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to when it comes to Gail getting a a a, a send off match, as Fazir Mohammed said, he doesn't agree with 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 in the international match. But if they are yeah. a match because they have a president, we have a president. When Ashish Nira, you know Ashish Nira, how much people you call the name Ashish Nira, um, even say, oh, who is Ashish Nira? Ashish Nira is a is a, is a bowler in India. And when he, when, they, when he was playing his final match, they told him, this is your final match. And they gave him a send-off. In the, the series was not over. But they gave him a send-off and for, for a guard of honor for him. And, and, and it was an international match. It was not a specially arranged match. So there is president, right? And he got his farewell. So uh, I don't see the problem with it. I don't see the problem. It never happened. It happened to other teams. Maybe it's first for the West Indies. So the man deserves to send off. We send him off, and it's finished. Done. Are we, are we saying that Chris Gale had an automatic um, position in the team that the West Indies will select to play Ireland, or are they pulling him in there because of quote unquote who he is? In other words, uh, he's uh, being I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I already I'm saying he deserves it. He he's deserves an active it. player. Yeah. They're not bringing him back out. No, Gale. Just That's played the World Cup in 2020 cricket. Gail is still in the team. He's still active, right? He's still he's active. Still active. So not, like, not like he's There's retired. nothing and at all no. wrong with that. Uh, nothing. Gentlemen, I disagree and with it, you. That's nothing right. wrong with that. Disagreeing nothing wrong with that. On that note, we, we're going to disagree and agree. Um, yeah. But we have a guest with us, and we're going to ask him to give his, his closing thoughts. And when? Your closing thoughts. It was a joy having you in the show, and of course, we hope you enjoyed being a participant in the show, and you made it happen this evening well. Give us your final thoughts. Thank you very much, sir. Um, I I do appreciate and admire how you guys uh, respect each other's opinion. Um, this is um mature discussion and um, I believe that other programs model your program so continue to do what you're doing and of course as usual whenever I speak I like to speak on behalf of of 2020 because you are now a part of our roster so we look forward, you're a fixture on 2020, so we look forward every Sunday afternoon to your show being featured. 
And so I'd like to wish you all all the best. As Simon indicated earlier, Thanksgiving is over, so we're looking forward to Christmas. And after Christmas is the New Year, so let us continue to do best to educate and entertain. I hope, I did hear one of the panelists mention earlier that the West Indies administrators and so on are listening. I hope they are because sometimes the results that we get or the teams that we get seem far from, you know, proper discussion and so on. But if they are listening to you, then they'll get the kinds of pointers that would guide them to making the right, the kind of selections that we, we want. Um, I do appreciate Mr. Patel's input on the program every week. I look forward to hearing him. And um, I'm thankful that I was given the privilege to be a part of your show this evening, Leon, and everyone else. Thank you very much. Um, those are my final words, Leon. Yeah, give us, give our regards to all the panelists from your show, and we do our best to keep up the good work that we are doing. And of course, we hope that in in time to come we will improve. Um, On that note, let us call on Mr. Mr. Simon O'Brien. Simon, you're going to do a thing or two for us this evening on behalf of all the panelists. Why don't you send us home? Well, I'd be very happy to do that and very honored, Mr. President. And I want to thank again our honored guests for coming on tonight and listening to our show. And um, as I said on the show before, we all come here to learn from each other. And as I said, we respect each other's opinion. That's very, very important to keep the show alive. I want everyone to have a wonderful week this week, everyone to be safe. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday on the cricket show from 6 to 9. Have a wonderful evening all, and be safe, you and your whole family. Have a good evening. Night all. Good night all. Good night, good night, night all. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Make an apology. Um, yes, sir. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Wait, Ivan has something to say. Come on in here, Ivan. Yeah, I, I want to yield 30 seconds to, um, to Dennis that you can okay. say something about De- Don and Debbie in 30 seconds. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. Uh, we, we should remember those of us who can afford it, please remember those who are less fortunate. Debbie and Don at the Antigua Barbuda Care Group are always willing and hoping and praying for you to pitch in and assist with your contribution. Debbie's phone number is 845-820-6598. And Dawn's phone number is 785-554-5628. Christmas is coming. Those of you who can help, we at The Cricket Show urges you to help with a small contribution. However small, it doesn't matter. It will go a long way. Thank you all so much. And please remember those who are less fortunate than us. Thank you. Ivor, can you tell us tell in the new time that Debbie and Dawn will be coming on on Saturdays? Um, at 11 o'clock on the no, um, no. Saturday morning oh, entertainment show. No, huh? remember we revised that. We revised it a little earlier. Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Um, at 10.45, I beg your pardon. At 10.45, they'll be on 
air on the Saturday morning entertainment show. So feel free to join on Saturday to hear these two wonderful ladies who are doing a humanitarian service for the people of Antigua and Barbuda. Tonight. And on that note, we're going to say good night to all the wonderful people who listen to the show and all the participants. I thank you for making it easy for me. And of course, I'm glad that I am privileged to do the honor this evening. And good night. God bless. Take care.